It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> you can put that on camera. It's like, oh... I don't give a fuck. It's 102, <laughs> baby. We're out of the pod. Miss you guys, man. Welcome back. Fucking psychotic and iconic. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 102 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Start us off. Man, family, we haven't been here in a week, bro. I need more fucking bass in that motherfucker voice, bro. No, he told I, you before that the volume was a little bit lower. I don't things care. Were different. No, no, we ain't different. We're, we're the same. We're caps, caps lock different. <laughs> It's facts, not fiction. <laughs> Believe me yet? <laughs> the hell are we talking about? Full of bud. That's crazy. <laughs> that's I'm Doc. The, there that's, is. That's how we're starting. Godbar says, bring it, baby. So we will tonight, okay? Episode 102 of Psychotic and Iconic, powered by Playmaker, is also brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, right now we are live at Playmaker's Props Network. Okay, at PropsHQ.com. You already know this by now. Go over there and subscribe. You don't want to miss out on all of our football coverage. Okay, we've had you covered literally for the last couple of weeks, few weeks with football division previews, betting lines, season-long fantasy, everything. Okay, we have it all covered. Tonight, we are doing NFC North and AFC North. So we have a lot of jumping around to do. All right, but last but not least, okay, what do we got, guys? What do we got? Well, me tonight. Fantastic fabric. I got Believe Me Yet, <laughs> Fire Ass album. Go check it out. Just Ant, Wait, Just Drop. How did you get that? I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. What are we talking about here? Okay, I'm Come not on, talking bro. the rest of the night. I got it from Ant from our draft. The fuck? He All said, right. yo, I got merch in my trunk. I, I decided to support. That's you my decided. homie. That's my homie. He did our intro, I'll the fire right intro. Yeah, it's, it's fire. So check it out, man. Go hit up Ant. Believe me yet, fire ass album. Go check it out. I listen to it every single day. It's been out for what a month now. <laughs> believe him yet? I always believed. Theories did. <laughs> the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Yo, you gotta turn my mic up, man. I'm ready to fucking pod, bro. It's been a whole week since we've been here at the table in the flesh, coming at each other's fucking heads, paws, and it's Major gonna be a good pause. ass. Look, man, I'm just trying to sound set the, the tone, fucking. Bro. You know what? I'm just sound the tone, baby. This is what I do. This is how I rock. It's energy, energy focused, sound that shit. theories focused. <laughs> 
You want some fantasy football I'm content? Back. It's right here in my fucking head. You tune in, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell your host, tell your mistresses. I don't give a hell who you tell, baby. Just tune in to the best fucking podcast on the net. If you want, if you are, if you are in a fantasy football draft coming soon, you do not want to miss tonight's episode at all. So. Be sure to check us out. Again, share the stream. If, if, you know, everybody watching right now, please share the stream. We would greatly appreciate it. We're ready to get this thing rocking. Mikey P, let's go, baby. I don't think I could top that, but I am going to answer one question I see right here. I fuck with top. Rob Pauls, when are we getting Pauls. P and I hats? Back to the merch topic, all right? We're working on it. We're working on it. That's probably the next thing you're going to see. Rob All right? Pauls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. But... IPP Pressworks, thank you for the merchandise. We have black and gray tanks, short sleeve and long sleeve tees, hoodies, and customized mugs. DM us for pricing and details. Again, episode 102, Philly Phil, start us off. You hear that crowd cheer. You know that crowd cheer when when, when he P&I's in the fucking building. That's the reason why they're fucking cheering. <laughs> the hell? Come on, baby. Let's go. Bring the energy. Where the fuck y'all at? We didn't Where the fuck y'all at, man? We didn't start yet. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I know. You know what? I start screaming aloof. Mitch. Hell yeah. You know how Get I get for this shit, man. People are watching. They're spending their fucking third. Well, say I'm something sorry. slick Wednesday, and you'll see it come out. They're spending their Wednesday night to come rock with us, man. We got to provide the energy. We got to provide the juice, baby. This is us. This is us. Come on, man. Let's I know go. exactly what needs to be done then. Oh, NFC North, who's winning the division? Just let's say it now. Let's say it right now. And then we'll break it down. The Minnesota Vikings. Oh, my God. <laughs> he shot. It's sour hour P&I. Right. Say it again. <laughs> who's winning the NFC North, Pops? The Minnesota Vikings are winning the division <laughs> this year. And that's on gang. They're not even in your top, in your top 10 teams. That doesn't mean anything. It means a lot to me. No, 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 no. Because you could be, you could be like the Raiders. They're a great team. They would be a, the best team in some divisions, but they're just oh. not the best team in their division. Like if you put the Packers in the AFC West, it's not even a question. They're the they're the worst team in that division by a mile. Wow. Correct. If you put the Raiders in the NFC North, the Raiders would win that division. Oh, you wow. talking about the AFC West? That's not fair. You put a lot of teams in AFC West, bro. They're not up there. What are you talking about? I know that. I'm, just, I'm saying, but it depends on which division you're in. So I'm saying, like, the Packers could be the best team in one division, but bad in the other division. You could say that about every team, though, bro. You can mix and match all okay. across the board. I actually, I'm just saying. I get, I get what you're saying, but that's what I'm saying. I view I, the I Vikings it. and Raiders almost evenly. That that's, actually kind of... Yeah. Hold some weight with what you're saying because I, I think the Vikings are a playoff team. That's what I just team. said because if the Raiders were in the NFC North, the Raiders would win that division. I don't think so. Oh, absolutely. That's not even a question. You have to score points. And what team is going to struggle to score points? I mean, presumptively. Oh, no, 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 no. Factually. Factuals. Yeah, but what factual do you have to base that on besides just thinking that these rookies are not going to pan out? Okay, so... And yes... For clarification purpose, <laughs> I have the Packers. They went 13 and three three years in a row. I don't think they're going 13 and three again, or 13 and four last year. Sorry, but 12 feels pretty good for number 12. So 12 feels good, and I have the Vikings as a playoff team. So I hear you, but I mean. 
That is a massive statement. And actually, you're not the only one now. I was the first I, I'm one gonna to say, say that, this. Though. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna back you here. He was. Okay. I gotta give him that. This man right here, Michael Polidor, said two months ago that the Vikings were winning the division. And at that point, I also thought he was shot. <laughs> yeah. But two months ago, he was the first person. I'm positive. And then you heard Colin Coward say it. And then you heard a couple other analysts say it. So it's gaining some, you know. I was shocked, to be honest, because I'm like, wow, they really listened. Well, if they, if they knew it was good for them, they would listen to us. But I, I trust get, the goatee. I can't get past that defense, <laughs> man. I can't so look, get past that defense. I know. And here's the thing. And it's funny because you can't get past the Vikings defense, and I can't get past the Packers offense. But they have Aaron Rodgers. But you hate Aaron Rodgers. No, I mean, it's not that. You do. Yes, you do. No, no, yes, no. Yes, you do. Personally, I actually really start to I've actually grown to love him. <laughs> It's just he's on drugs. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just like for me with with what they got going on. It's like, all right, Romeo Dobbs was a great story for like three weeks where they said he was making eye opening catches. Now you're reading reports that he's running wrong routes. He has a ton of drops. Alan Lazard caught 40 balls last year. So like, I just don't see like, where do you make up that 15, 1600 yards and 140 receptions? Like to me, that is just that is so much to make up. And it's like. I've said this before, like where I think their best wide receivers, they're running back. And it's like, it's difficult because I do think that actually though, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are gonna be played at the same time for the better part of the game. Because I think AJ Dillon will be the runner. And I believe that Aaron Jones will be the, the pass catcher. I actually disagree with that. I actually um, don't see them playing uh, on the same field at the same time um, as much as you think. Because Aaron Jones is like coming off an injury and I just don't see that, bro. Like, you got to scheme that open, bro. Like, that that takes a lot of preparation. Um, it's it's a role that, yes, he does catch passes out the backfield, right? But if you put him in the slot, it's different, bro. You're, you're going against cornerbacks. You're going against real defenders. I don't think he's going to be in the slot. I think they're going to run two two RBs. Like, like, a, like shotgun. I, I think they'll shotgun. use, use them both together guys. a bit more because it's a matchup creation right there. You're creating a matchup against the defense. It's going to be tough for a linebacker to cover Aaron Jones, even if you split him out wide. It's tough. And A.J. Dillon, by the way, fantasy-wise, let's talk about this. Not to change the subject, but yeah, no. fantasy and real life, this guy's being slept on. Facts. Like, like I, I can't understand why he's going so late. Honestly, the drop off between him and Jones is so massive it doesn't make sense to me. I agree with you on that. And Aaron Jones is, is going because... roughly early second round, and I love him by the way. Hashtag free Aaron Jones. I'm still in that group. I wanted him. I okay. Love this year. But AJ Dillon finished as a top 15 back the last month of the season. Actually, it might have been the whole half of the season. Mm -hmm. AJ Dillon's going to get the ball a lot, they and he would him. start for over half the league easy. He has to. He has to get the ball. So they're going to run the football a lot more. Okay. I don't. Hold on. Can I ask you one question about Go that? Go ahead. Because you have said that. But one thing I'm curious is for, like, do you think they paid Aaron Rodgers all that money to throw the ball 20 times a game? He won't be throwing it 20 times a game. Uh, well, for lack of a better name, I don't think he's going to be throwing it. If he's throwing a 35, that's a disaster. They won't win 10 games. <laughs> if he's throwing uh, it 35, 40 times a game. I think that's a pretty good range right there. If you get him at 35. That's crazy, bro. They're going to run a lot of plays. Nick, who on their who, I, who look, scares I, you? I get it, but he's the back-to-back -back MVP. I understand. This that. is a good chance to, for Aaron Rodgers to elevate his players around him, just like Brady does when he was playing with Kembrell Tompkins and those other bum-ass wide Very receivers. Different. This is Aaron Rodgers' chance to actually make the players around him better. But here's and he's here's been what, doing that. For the record, he's been doing that. No, he, he made listen. He made these guys 
to into what they were. Devontae was a bust for two years. Jordy Nelson was a bust for two years, maybe even three. It's, what happened after that? It took it took him some time, which actually kind of says, hey, it's the first time they're going to really rely on a rookie. They're relying on two rookies. Jordy and Devontae, Jordy and Devontae did not pop. But for they two were, years. you know, Donald Driver had some of the best numbers of his career. And Greg he was Dennis. already established. Greg Jennings became elite with Aaron Rodgers. So look, Aaron Rodgers raises the level of play around him. And that's why he gets paid that money, because he is going to be asked to do a lot more in terms of being efficient, which is what he was last year. Super efficient guy. Well, that's Super the, I mean, efficient. That's, the that's why he won the career. MVP. Yeah. Which, I mean, you could still, again, you can make the case it should have been Brady. But facts. Volume, though. The difference is Tom Brady had the second most pass attempts ever in the history and, of the game. But at 44. I know. To do that at 44, that ain't no joke. I know, but I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I'm like, let's let's have a real conversation, bro. Tom Brady's last year at 44 years old, it's it's not discussed enough, bro. This is the most insane thing we've ever seen in our life. 44 years old throwing 5,300 yards and 44 touchdowns, that's that's ridiculous. But I'm just saying, this is Aaron Rodgers' turn to actually make everybody around him better. I'm talking Alan Lazard. I'm talking the rookies around him. Hell, even the tight end to get some touches. Like, I feel like Aaron Rodgers doesn't utilize his tight ends, and I feel like he's going to have to a lot more this year. And Robert Tunyon should be back. I'm pretty sure he should be back. He's coming off a season-ending injury, which is good, by the way, that he, he will be back because I don't think the expectation was that right away. Um, but it's Tunyon, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's like not somebody people, that I People were calling on. him... Baby Gronk for a I don't know what the fuck they now, were talking about. Now, obviously, like, that's like, come on. It's Gronk we're talking about. But still, the guy's athletic, and they just didn't use him enough last year. Even before he got hurt. Because he had good numbers the year before that. Well, now They need to, to use him more. Yes, I agree with that. So, Matt LaFleur today, guys, went out and said they don't have a de facto number one receiver. They have a, a hodgepodge of guys. They got Christian Watson, second-round rookie, burner who's tall. Romeo Dobbs, fourth-rounder, who might be the most pro-ready of the bunch they got sammy watkins they still have the the corpse of randall cobb i actually forgot about um that. he's buns i'm forgetting somebody al lazard al lazard who has played well but has not had a giant target share here's my thing though like, so i don't know what to think of him could he do more of course he could I, just I, like... I don't think he's a number one type but you know so here's be what, a little bit more here's what worries me about the lazard stuff when the when the when michael vick came to the eagles and Deshaun Watson, and uh, excuse me, Deshaun Jackson was popping off and all them. Who was on the outside that got him a con got himself a contract? He was white. Riley Cooper. Yeah. Okay. Now, is Devontae Adams better than Deshaun Jackson? Yes. Yes. Is Aaron Rodgers better than Michael Vick? Yes. Yes. So why wasn't Alan Lazard popping when you have baby Gronk and Devontae Adams popping like that? I mean... He wasn't. He didn't do anything to earn himself a contract. All he does is still have question marks. His red zone efficiency and third down efficiency is pretty high. Yeah, well, when you get five passes and you catch three of them, that would be pretty high. Well, that's why I'm saying we got to see what he could do with largest target share. I just he, feel he like just wasn't getting a large target share. To me, it's just you have nobody on their wide receiver core that can get separation, that can scare you. And to me, it's just the recipe's not there on offense, well, and it's a scoring league. You have to score. The separation can really be defined though. as route running excuse me I'm or sorry. burners would you say I separation know. can be defined by route running and, and burners they got guys who could burn I they just don't have <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> write that down Phil. i already have but they but they have 
like guys who have speed and and they have physical ability there's just a lot of question marks and this is what i've been saying all offseason we don't know what they're gonna be we they don't. don't profile out to be great because we don't know anything about them we know that their best guy in the group is not a guy who would be the best guy in an, almost every team in the league and that being Alan Lazard, Sammy, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins can Sammy. still play. He just can't stay on the field. Like I said, if you want him to play nine games, which is all he does usually, you want him to play the nine games leading to the playoffs plus playoffs. Sit him. So you know, that's when you want him to play. I, I won't count on him otherwise. He he told he told his trainer at Green Bay he wants to be Clemson Sammy. He hasn't stayed on the field. So, I mean. I know. All I'm saying is this. It's like. Yes, it's a question mark. I hear you. But between Aaron Rodgers, this run game, and I don't hate the receiving core as much as you do. I, I tend to believe that they'll they'll be a little, you know, they'll be up and down. They're rookies. They're going to be inconsistent, but I think they're going to be forced into an opportunity, and sometimes that makes you better. Do you have any reservation about them losing Nathaniel Hackett? No. No? Because Matt LaFleur is an offensive guy. And look, I know, I know what you're going to say. I wasn't. I said it three, 30, 40 you know, times, but. He, he wasn't the greatest coordinator, but he's also the first coach to win 13 games three years in a row. So he's going to have to get creative on offense. That's for damn sure. And he's got Aaron Rodgers, who's basically an offensive coordinator. And they have what I believe might be the best defense in football. And that means a lot. They're right up there. Like, you can make the argument they are the best defense in the league. I'll go with the Bills, but okay. And I like the Bills better, yeah. too. And I would probably take Denver over them, too. I like Denver a lot. You already know that. Yeah, but Denver's... I like the Packers' defense better than them, they're too. They're stout, you would say. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. outstanding. They're, they're going to be a top-five unit. I guarantee you that. Who? The Green Bay Packers' defense will be top-five in the NFL. I guarantee it. Write it down right now. Go ahead. Write that shit down, Philly Phil. In order for Top them, five look, defense, and that's why I have the Packers as a sixth best team in the NFL. In order for them to be a top five defense, they have to get off the field. And Aaron Rodgers has got to convert third downs to prevent them from going on the field the entire game. I'm not worried about that. I am. This is Aaron Rodgers. No. Nah. And also, with more ball control on the offense, running the football, I get it. No, the I defense get it. is going to be Aaron fresh. I, I agree with you. It's Aaron Rodgers. I totally agree with you. But... Devontae Adams is a big, big loss. It I, is. I, I, I I'm am, not, I'm I not trying to understate that. He's, he's major. Go ahead. That believe that. I think when you lose a wide receiver that magnitude, such as a Tyree kill, Devontae Adams, it literally shrinks the field now. It shrinks the field, bro. Now you don't have those, those uh, the fucking middle of the field wide, uh, wide open. You actually have to play one-on-one against the wide receivers, and you can double any, you can double anybody you want. You can confuse, you can bring the blitz, you could do anything you want. You could stay home, play zone, whatever. You don't have to worry about the double team anymore. So, so that's to a your big point, factor. You're correct. But who scares you in the secondaries of this division? The Vikings don't have a secondary. The Lions don't have a secondary. The Bears don't have a secondary. And this is what I'm saying. It's not going to matter as much in terms of the division. It might matter down the line. And we don't know. Again, we don't know what these receivers are going to do. They're not Devontae Adams, though. I can guarantee you that. They're not Devontae Adams. But do they have to worry about the secondaries in the NFC North? No! But do the They get shredded! But do the secondaries have to worry about their wide receivers? Mm -mm. It's a one-on-one, -on -one, like you said. That's what I'm and saying. I, I mean, these secondaries are booty. 
I think they're I think Period. the wide receivers are booty. So like I, I think it's just so a one on one. Yeah, I, like think, I think it's kind of yeah. balance. Yeah. One thing I will say on that, I will comment on that and give my one rare Aaron Rodgers praise here. <gasps> Aaron Rodgers can throw guys open. However, Facts. he can't make guys catch the ball. So like for me, it's like, you know, like the uh what was the one uh, against Dallas? He threw it to that uh, um Richard Rodgers, I think, or Jared uh, Cook. Jared Cook. <laughs> That's a perfect throw where only he can get it. But Jared Cook was a vet. Like if mm -hmm. that's a if that's a, a third string tight end or something like that, does he make that catch? Can they toe tap possession? Like to me, like all those things matter. So awareness, field awareness, self awareness, catch radius. Yes, exactly right. Those yeah. things they, matter. They do now, matter. like I said, and who knows? Aaron Rodgers can put it on the butt. So I, I love this comment. I'm going to raise this point because this actually kind of maybe maybe this will resonate with you. All right, Ryan, shoot. 12 wins for the Packers, followed by regular Rodgers in the playoffs, one and done. I would say... That's the I, thing is, I think regular season... I think it's a push. I think they're going to win 11 games. So let's talk about that, actually. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's talk about it. 2022 win total. Packers, it's at exactly 11 wins. Exactly 11. Last year, 13-4, and four, number one seed, Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back -back MVPs. Okay. What are we thinking here? Um, I think 11. And here, you want, you want to know where their schedule ranks? Mm -hmm. Based on win total from last year, Packers are literally middle of the pack, 15th. Vikings are 16th. So they're neck and neck in terms of schedule strength. So for me, I would say 11 is a great number. I think it's going to push. But if I had to bet one way or the other, I would bet, I would bet 10 before I would bet 12. I'm going to take the over. 12 and 12. 6 or 12. 12 and feels five. good. Sorry. They're not going to win 13. Whoa. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> you can write that down. Oh, my did God. That? You... I'm ashamed. Uh, did I say what? 12 feels good? 12 feels good. <laughs> Wild talk. Jesus I'm glad Just you're so... sitting on that side of the table. That's a lot. This is you guys rubbing, rubbing off on me. Polls <laughs> again. I'll, I'll be honest. This is going to be tough because their their schedule, they, they, play, they open up against the Vikings. They play the Bears, the Bucks. Patriots, Giants, Jets, Commanders, Bills, Lions, Cowboys, Titans, uh, Eagles, Bears, Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, and the Lions. Seven and two I mean, look, through nine. I see potential losses in the Bills, the Bucks, uh, maybe one game to the Vikings. That's three. Eagles. Uh, the Rams, potentially the Eagles. That's five. I mean, look, that's 12 and five. They have to, they have to win out. There you go. And... But they can always lose to a team like the Dolphins. They play in Miami. Or the Lions. Dolphins are a weird. Why team. can't the Lions take? They get hot at the end of the season. That could make the that's that could be the game to make a break. I'm gonna say this I'm too. Gonna say, I'm gonna say this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with push. I'm going that's fair. I'm going eleven and six. I think it's I they hit that right on the number to me. Yeah. That's a perfect number. If it was eleven and five, I'm going under. I'm going under. I'll take the under. Injuries so, happen. So wait, are you saying Teams the same? Get hot. So he said what I said. Yeah. That push. you think it's a push, but if you had a bet, push. you would bet under before you would bet over. If it was 11 and a half, I'm taking the under. Okay, I'm, I would be the same way. Because <clears throat> here's the thing, you don't know what team's gonna pop. There could be a surprise team on their schedule that is absolutely fucking good. They're in their division. And well, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely a possible. I'm I had them screaming. I got them splitting, but I don't see them losing to the Lions. I don't see them losing to Chicago. Mm -hmm. So that's four wins. I can't wait to talk about the Bears. If they split with the Vikings, that's five wins. They, they play the teams like Commanders, garbage. They play the Jets, garbage. 
They play um, the Giants. Garbage. Who else? I mean, that's three teams right there. That's eight wins in my head automatically. So I just... And, and the Titans. The Titans aren't that good. They're going to outscore the Titans, in my opinion. I'm not going to lie. This, got better this schedule don't look daunting at all. I, I don't think so. I think the hardest game they have is the Bills, the Eagles, the Rams, and uh, the Bucks. Bills about. and Bucks, and Bucks on the road. Yeah. But post-bye week, Rams at home. That actually sounds like a win. Now, here's the thing. Vikings week one. It wouldn't surprise me if they lost that game because week one, everyone's feeling each other out. Whoa, the, off whoa, whoa. <laughs> the, the offenses on both sides, brand new offenses. All right. New players on each side. It wouldn't surprise me if the Vikings come out and beat them week one and Paul's going to be fucking chirping in my ear, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm going to be laughing at the end. He's going to be starting an intro on it. Different level. I'm going to still, obviously, Different. like, oh, there's multiple to, games that's going to have me going. The goatee lines are going to be shaked the fuck up. He's going to come here. You have no idea. Pop. And listen. You have no idea. I can't it, wait. If I lose my mouthpiece in week two. You can find <laughs> it in my bedroom. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Hey, oh. hey, hey, hey. Sound the fucking alarm, dog. That's Whoa. different. <laughs> that's that's pound lock different. <laughs> oh. That's why I go. I'm still going to take the bet because we're going to obviously have to bet on this both times they play this year. But I'm just saying, week one, what happened with the Packers week one last they year? They got blown out they by the Saints. They got blown the fuck out by the Saints who were not a playoff team. Yeah. I actually, And this is in Minnesota. It wouldn't surprise me. That's all I'm saying. But that also kind of makes me feel good. Hey, the week they're traveling to Minnesota is a week where they haven't traveled once yet all season. I'm not going to. Pretty good. In terms of rest Ugh. advantage, but that's that's what I'm saying. If they lose one game to the Vikings, it's gonna be this one. It's not gonna be Week 17. I guarantee it. Week 17 in Lambeau. I'd be the shit if that's for the division. Week 17 in Lambeau. Oh, it'll be wrapped up before then. Oh no 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 no. But Roger, the Packers Roger stinks at home. His last two playoff games at home. How do you fare? We're talking playoffs still. Remember? Well, it's pressure. Regular not. season, Aaron Rodgers. Not, not I'm not worried at all. Not if it's Week 17. That would be a playoff game. I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers at home week 17 gonna, against a I'm, team playing in the dome. I'm not worried about it. Kirk's the GOAT. I'm kidding. Oh, no, th uh, that would actually be cool, though, if it came down to the division on that. I mean, I hope. Listen, I got the Vikings as a playoff team. So let's let's pivot there. Let's, do you want to hit some bets? Or you want to go fantasy? No, nah, let's go fantasy. Fantasy-wise, nah, so we just, we, just screamed, we just screamed A.J. Dillon has value. Okay, so wait, wait. You got the Vikings and you got Green Bay? Yeah, who do you have? Oh, I gotta that, go. I'm got. i going to go Green Bay. Thank you. They I were mean, your sixth th best they team, are too. They a regular season team. I, I was leaning towards the Vikings because I was trying to convince myself the Viking, it's the Vikings here. But, again, it's the Vikings. They haven't done shit in a long time. And what, now all of a sudden they got a new head coach and all the things are, are going to be wiped away? Yep. I, I just don't see that, Does bro. that fix like, the switch the on defense? Look, the down... The talent is there. They have a better talented offense than Green Bay, but they don't have the better quarterback. The quarterback is the engine on every team. He's a back-to-back -back MVP. He's awesome in the regular season. I understand his woes in the postseason. That's that's literally irrelevant in the, in the regular season. But again, it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he puts up great numbers, but he doesn't win games. It doesn't translate to wins. And that is the fucking name of the game. You could put up all the stats you want, but you got to win the football game when it matters most. When's the last time you won a primetime game? I, 
I can't remember. Yeah, it's correct. And, and we, say, we say that. He said it too. I, I, I totally agree. I know. You. you know I'm not a Kirk lover. And look, and I can't remember a time where Kirk Cousins went down the field under two minutes and won them the game. I can't remember a time. I mean, he had the most touchdowns and thrown that in the fourth matters. quarter last year. That matters, bro. What? He had the most touchdowns thrown in the fourth quarter last year. That's great. But they they, they were eight and nine. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. When you go to work, right, if you knew your boss hated you, would you perform better or would you perform worse? What the fuck does this have to do with anything, dog? Answer the question. I perform worse. I wouldn't want to be there. Okay. So when Mike Zimmer shits all over Kirk Cousins and makes him feel like shit about himself, he's going to perform worse. No, it's called accountability. It's called, oh, I, no, it's it's called, accountability. called I gave you 30 fucking million dollars yeah. guaranteed. You should perform. You should be winning fucking football games. Not going eight and nine at $30 million guaranteed. It happens. He's a defensive-minded coach. Now Kirk's going to get an offensive-minded coach who's a Super Bowl winner, who just had, Matt Stafford just had a career year and won the Super Bowl, and now he's going to go get somebody like Kirk. I can't justify Kirk Cousins beating Aaron Rodgers for the division, a back-to-back -back MVP. I understand the offense. I get it. I think Green Bay is going to, is going to struggle. I don't think Green Bay is going to be a, a number one seed like they were last year. No, I think chance. they're going to struggle. But I, I, I think Green Bay is better than Minnesota. I, I like their defense this year. It's Aaron fucking Rodgers. They got a good running game. They're going to control the clock, and they're going to play defense. That is going to be their recipe to win. The Vikings, they got great stars. But they had great stars last year and went eight and nine. So if you're talking about the defense like this, they just better hope that if, if Green Bay goes down by two touchdowns, they have no chance of winning that game because they can't score. They're going to struggle Fair. to score. And Fair. that's what I'm saying. So their defense better be a top five unit. But they also are going to get a lot more creative on offense, which we is going to throw that. a lot of teams We don't know off. that. There are, questions, there are questions about Matt LaFleur. Listen, there might be some inconsistencies Why? early on because Matt they're... Matt LaFleur, bro, he he has I, a great I, record since he took over Green Bay. I understand Bay, that. But look, Mike McCarthy did too. And look what Mike McCarthy's doing in Dallas. Balls. What's wrong with that? I don't that? think Mike McCarthy ever was a good coach, though. That's, he, no, but but that's just he, me. He won the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. I don't yeah, think Aaron he's a good Rodgers coach won either. that Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even remember it. I can't do that, bro. A head coach matters, bro. You, it absolutely you, does. You, to win a Super Bowl, you got to be a good head coach. You can't be a mediocre head coach and win the bowl like that's that. That's cap. What, what's cap about it? Mike McCarthy is a mediocre. He's a fucking, he's Jason Garrett. He could be past his prime. What he does, what he does, his scheme might be outdated. The league caught, catches up to your scheme, bro. That could be the reason. You ain't I mean, winning the Super Bowl. But... You ain't beating the Steelers, a fucking historical franchise in the Super Bowl, if you are an average coach or a, a mediocre coach. You're not. Um, I don't, I don't know, dude. Aaron, how? Because when you have when you have a, a talent like Aaron Rodgers, dude, like that's I mean he tips the scale. I I, I I get it, I get it. But every name me a bad coach that has won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Mike McCarthy. <laughs> He's bummed. I'm not I'm not really thinking about it to be honest. You I'm can't name thinking. one. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Mike it's, Tomlin it's not won in a my Super headspace Bowl. Awesome right now. Coach. I know my Tony Dungy won a Super Bowl. Awesome coach. Uh, Tony Dungy was. Uh, Say something. He was kind of middies until he got Peyton oh, Manning. Get the fuck out was of he here, not? Bro. Come on, man. I'm sorry. Who did John Gruden take over for and won the championship with the Bucks? I'll wait. No, I'm gonna wait right here because what I'm gonna tell you is this: Peyton Manning struggled to to win the Super Bowl. He did. He got Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl along with. I'm not saying he, he he's the reason, the sole reason. Tony Dungy got Peyton Manning I'm to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying he's the sole reason for it, but he played a fucking big part in them getting to the Super Bowl and winning the Super so Bowl. So why didn't he do it with the Bucks? What do you mean? 
He left the Bucks. John Gruden took over with the team that Tony Dungy built and won okay. the championship. So what? So John Gruden do it and Tony Dungy couldn't do it because Tony Dungy it's was all so circumstantial, mid. bro. It's all circumstantial. No, they had bro. the best defense that year, Tampa Bay. What? Yeah, I know that, but it was John Gruden. It was the same team as the year before. I, I I don't know that I don't I can't go back that far. I'm sure they added some players in the midst of free agency to get to that level. <sighs> they had Rondé Barber both okay, years. So name me a mediocre head coach that has won the Super Bowl. That's very important. Uh, I think that Tony Dungy was middies until he was. Scott Barr says Barry Switzer. That's a good one. I think Tony Dungy was middies. I move on now. Let's rock. I don't want to make this about coaches anyway. I don't even care. I, I'm just saying. I like it. You ain't, you're not a mediocre head coach if you win the Super Bowl. Do you know how hard it is to win the fucking Super Bowl? It is one of the most hardest things to accomplish in a I sport. Agree. And, and to do that and lead a group of men to a big game like that and have them focus two weeks to, to prepare for a yep. team and have them ready to go for that Super Bowl Sunday, is, um, I agree. Is, 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 it, it, it makes a difference. It's called leadership and having the locker room on your side. I totally agree You're with leading you. a group of men, man. It's really hard to do that. I know it is. It's very difficult. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm just saying that when you get start, when you get talents like Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning and shit like that, they are scale tippers. It Bruce helps. Arians never won shit. It helps. He couldn't get Carson Palmer over the top. But when he got Tom Brady, it tipped the scale. I and he won, and he won. But you're not understanding me. I said it's you definitely need the players around you. Absolutely. But to lead a team to the Super Bowl yes. is a fucking accomplishment, man. But it's a lot easier when you have a leader at the quarterback position that can galvanize the fucking group. I, I totally agree with you. Yes. I'm not disagreeing with you. Look at Andy Reid with the Eagles. He went, he went to one Super Bowl. And he went to four NFC Championship games in a row. Exactly. And what happened? He was middies up until that. Oh, not that he was middies, but he he's, couldn't get over the hump. He couldn't get Andy over the Reed's hump. Andy Reid's he's, he's he a is. great coach. He's, he's outstanding. I wish he was still with the fucking Eagles. That's all I'm saying. I love you guys. I just that's what I believe. I, I wanted to speak, but I also I want to move this back on track here. The running back room in Green Bay, guys, better value, okay? Because this is the the trendy discussion. Gary Kubiak. He was some mids. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. And one he, He's got a nice Peyton offense, Manning. though. Um. A head coach? Yeah. When he was Listen, Broncos. Aaron Jones going as the 11th running back at pick 24 overall, or A.J. Dillon, hold on, I have to literally scroll down the list all the way to 34 at pick 101. Better value. Um, I'm going to go with A.J. Dillon. Me too. But here's the thing. If it's PPR, I might lean. I, I'm not mad about Aaron Jones taking him there, but... I like A.J. Dillon. I was an Aaron Jones owner last year, and A.J. Dillon takes a lot of the work. Every time I was watching Green Bay, it was A.J. Dillon, A.J. Dillon, A.J. Dillon. I'm like, where the fuck is Aaron Jones? Where the fuck is he at? I was frustrated. Man, I he was playing hurt, too, for a little bit. But exactly. still, they were both top 15 backs but, at one point. But, the, but, Green, but that told me Green Bay loves and trusts A.J. Dillon, and that's who I would go with. Yep. Because I could see the potential there of... Uh, Aaron Jones being the scat back, just getting the receptions and, and, and shit. Cool. That's good. That's good for fantasy. I'm not, I'm not mad if you take him there. But at 101, that is extreme value for a guy that if Aaron, if, if Aaron Jones ever went down, you have a top 10 PPR play per week. 
I agree. He's already close right play. now. I wanted Aaron Jones. Eighty picks later at the draft. Me and too. I, and I, I told you about it, and I'm like, you know what? The more I thought about it, like he was 100 percent right. And I remember you complaining last year, like, yo, where, what is going on I with it, bro. Aaron I, Jones? And the thing it. that's more concerning is Aaron Jones got that big paycheck. Yeah. Both of them are draftable and, right where they are. But I'm saying, like, but he got that big paycheck, later. and they're still using A.J. Dillon. Like, you paid him all that money, and you're letting A.J. Dillon work in. You're letting A.J. Dillon eat in the, all that work that you just paid after you paid all that money to Aaron Jones. This feels like a situation exactly like Denver's room, where both guys could literally be top, tip, top 15 backs. 100%. And at that point, I'm happy taking both where they are right now, but 80 picks later, nah. AJ Dillon is not 80 picks worse than Aaron Jones in fantasy or real life. That's my point. That's a massive value. All right. Aaron Rodgers is going late too. And I, I honestly, I still feel comfortable that he's going to be a top 10. QB. I would also, I would fade him, but that's just because like I said, and, and but where he's going though, he's going like round nine, 10. That's insane to me. He, I think he got drafted for like two dollars last night. It was insane. Yeah, like nobody even bit. Nobody even. Nobody even bit on him. Here, well, Aaron Rodgers betting lines, and then we're moving on. Okay, Aaron Rodgers total passing yards four thousand fifty and a half over under. I say, over. Ugh, fuck. Uh, I'm sorry. Say the line again. 4,050 and a half. 4,050? Because they 4,050 and a half, and I say over. See what I mean, bro? Like, this is, this is so crazy. Not even thinking twice. But here's my thing. Everybody's talking about how they're going to be a ground and pound team, and they're saying that he's going to throw for 4,000, and they have his number this, at fucking 4,000. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. That just for. doesn't make sense I, to I me. I do have this to say this, too, though. For, he's, energy, he's got almost 200 less pass attempts than Tom Brady, and he's just efficient. That's it. 200 less he he only threw the ball 531 times last year like honestly it almost feels like the offense it, it's gonna just he'll probably throw like 30 less passes it won't surprise me if he's right at the same numbers 4,000 he eclipses in <laughs> all five of his last healthy seasons in the NFL I mean so 4,050 he eclipsed four of those five times his over and under is 4,050 4,050 and, and Devonte Adams had 1550 last year so I mean that he had twenty five. Yeah, but also on. he only started sixteen games because they clinched. I mean, it's one game. I, I mean, yeah, that's one game. Yards. It's called exactly. three hundred yards. So I'm with 300, you there. Two hundred, three hundred yards, right there. I just see that's like, where it gets tricky, actually. It, but if right. you think it's going to be close, he's going to be playing Roger. all seventeen games. It's that's it, going to be an easy. To me, like, that's a disrespectful line to Aaron Rodgers. It is. Like for me to say under on that is crazy because I had Baker Mayfield over at thirty-seven. Guess what? So many people are going to say under. Yeah, because no, of the I'm, same I'm, stuff I'm that you're over. saying. I'm saying over because I don't. I just don't I like that. Over. That's too it's low. Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron Rodgers. And thirty-one and a half touchdowns. I say. Over. I will Aaron say. Rogers. I will say. Under. Over. 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 I'll say under. Because at worst under he's what? getting thirty-two. Under thirty-one touchdowns. I will say under because again, if it's wow. AJ Dillon and it's Aaron Jones in there in the red zone, they don't have a red zone target anymore. Some of the some of those touchdowns are going to be passing touchdowns to the running backs. Fair point. Thirty-two Fair touchdowns point. we're asking for. Thirty-two. He had thirty-seven last year, sixteen games. It's, it's forty-eight the year before. It's two again. How many touchdowns did Devontae Adams have? Just out of curiosity. Not even throwing shade. I'm, I'm genuinely. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I don't even remember. It I'll was... tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Devontae it? Adams Ten? had 11. 11 touchdowns last year. There you go. So 26. Uh, it's a good I, number. That's a good number. I would yeah. say under. I'm <laughs> saying under. They know what the fuck they're doing, bro. I'm saying under. <laughs> that's averages, bro. And you have to look at it. Like, like I said, but 
to put him at 4,050 is wild. I mean, to me, the only way he stays under that is injury. Or unless they really become a fucking a running team, which I just don't see because, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's going to probably be really... I'll like, say this. Go ahead. It's going to be over. And here's the reason why. Aaron Rodgers could have a couple of games where he gets no touchdown passes. But there's also a couple of games where Aaron Rodgers could have fucking four or five touchdown passes. And I've seen that shit year in and year out. And this is the reason why he wins MVPs because this is what he does. He produces. He he fucking his numbers are, are his, always what good. What are his interceptions? His ratio last year. No no no. How many, what's his over under for interceptions this year? Over under for interceptions. I mean he had four six and a half. Over. He had four last year. Over. Five he's, the year he's before. Not, he's not four the year before. Over, he's not. But he doesn't have a safety blanket. And now you're gonna have to worry about batted balls, tips, drop passes, shit like that. He hasn't had six interceptions I'll go over since like 2012. That. Or 2013. 2017, he did. I'll he go got over. hurt that year. I'll go over. Over six and a half. I'm going under. At, at most six. I feel pretty comfortable. I mean, honestly, I'm going to throw one more thing. His MVP line is plus 1,000. And listen, just for the sake of this is the back-to-back -back MVP, and if the Packers are really good this year, narrative. Aaron Rodgers has the narrative locked up. For a long shot, you could do much worse. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying he's winning MVP, but I'm saying if you want to get a good good value on that bet at plus 1,000, I'm willing to throw down on Aaron Rodgers again because who's the last player to win three MVPs? Peyton? In a row. Peyton? Mm -mm. Back to back to back. If you asked me this a few weeks ago, I would have remembered. Go ahead and say it. His predecessor. Oh, Brett. I, that, was, that was literally going to be my guess. But that's what I'm saying, though. You could do much worse at plus a thousand. All right, let's let's move back to the Vikings, okay? Vikings, eight and a half win total last year, eight and nine, okay? We already said Kevin O'Connell's a new head coach. Win total, okay? If they're gonna get in, look. So look, Nick, I don't know if you said they're getting in the playoffs or not. Did you say that? That Mike and I both have them in the playoffs right now. I have them as a wild card. I got them as a wild card. So all three of us have them in. So all three of us should have them at over eight and a half. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm thinking probably ten games. Ten games. They got a middle of the pack schedule. Um, let's look at it. Here's the thing, though. This is, this is exactly what scares me about the Vikings. Is that now a lot of people are starting to believe in the Vikings. They're starting to believe the hype. They're starting to believe that this team is going to be a playoff team. They like a lot of people are talking about this team as being the dark horse, but usually when people predict that, it always goes to shit. It just <laughs> yeah. does. It just does. Look at last year with the Colts and, and Carson Wentz. People thought, oh my God, they actually have a quarterback. They have a good roster. The Colts were a fringe playoff team, or they were a playoff team at the time. I, I can't remember, but they missed the playoffs and. I, I am worried about too many people jumping on a bandwagon. That actually spells trouble. The fact that the number is eight and a half, that actually scares me. That scares me. Rookie head coach and Kirk Cousins. It scares me. I'm over. I'm hitting the over, but that scares me. And they got Rieger. Thing is, though, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that tipped the scale yeah. for me. Now yeah. I'm more confident than ever. We'll break that down a little bit more, by the way, Imagine on going Tuesday. to a team where they laughed at a fucking team for drafting you. Yeah, can I point out something, actually? <laughs> We'll talk about that trade more on Tuesday when we talk Eagles, okay? But let me point something out. Okay. J-Jaw, Seahawks. 
He got cut. He's on the practice squad. Yeah, we took him over DK. No, DK. hold on. We're on the same team. Uh huh. I and see. Where did Rager just go? Yeah. And we got more for Rager than 15. the Cowboys did for Cooper. Yep. But like, they both went to the team where the guy we should have drafted was taken. How is that? That's like the worst place you could go if you're them. It's like these guys have been haunting you in your memory every moment since you've been in the league because you've been compared to them, and now you're your teammate. You're Look, the teammate. Bro. Whoever the fuck the Cowboys negotiate, whoever runs the GM spot, I think it's Jerry Jones or whoever, they should fucking hang it up, bro. Oh, it's... If you got less they for Amari Cooper, Jones. whereas, you know, if you got less for Amari Cooper than the Eagles did for Rieger, dog, hang it up. Retire, bro. <laughs> Go home, sit on your couch, beat your meat, and watch Netflix. Hang it up, wow. brother. Sounds Hang fire. it up. I it is over for you. What kind of negotiation is that? You got rid of a Pro Bowl wide receiver for a price like that. You got Jalen Rieger who's going for more fucking value than Amari Cooper. Wow. Come on, man. Somebody explain this to me, bro. You want to talk about accountability? These motherfuckers should be having account accountability. They can't. Oh, Jerry. fuck. It's Jerry's world. Get the hell out of here, man. I Jerry's hope he, I hope he lives have, forever. Shit. Live forever. I want him to live forever. They haven't Seriously. won shit because they don't know how to construct the team, bro. They always like to fucking demolish it. They, they think, can draft the shit well, out of they players. Draft. Don't, we'll don't, get the shit on them on Tuesday. Good, bro. Major. Their draft. Right, stay on the Vikings. Their yeah. draft is good, but yeah. Fuck um, that. Let's return back here. And I have well, them. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say they won eight games last year. I have this team got a little bit better on defense. And the offense is top notch outside of the Bills. And, I mean, the Bills, they have pretty much a better offense than every single team that they play, aside from the Bills. It can be argued. Maybe the Eagles, maybe, but I would probably give the edge to them because uh, Justin Jefferson's uh, top five wide receiver, and you have Dalvin Cook. It can be argued. But, I mean, they could very well be a top five offense. They should be. They should be. With Absolutely. everything that they have. I agree. I will say this too: We didn't, when we were talking about Green Bay, like the difference in offensive line play is pretty major between the two. Yeah, saying Green it, Bay that does matter. Line. But Absolutely. I mean, the Vikings can score points. So eight wins last year, and they should be slightly improved on the defense end. That means at least nine wins for me. I got them at around twelve, and it's a middle of the pack schedule. And and the other thing is this: the early going of this schedule, at worst, they're going. Three and three, which I don't I don't see. I think they're gonna probably win uh, four. I think they might even open zero and two. But like I said, that that first game is interesting because I think they could win it. But at worst, three and three, going into the bye. What was Minnesota's points per game last year? I would guess twenty something. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Do you want to look that up? I am right now. I'm just curious. I just want to see uh, if, you know, their offense is what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be consistent. I want, I want to make sure that what the fuck. Uh, I mean, am I missing something? Eight and a half is too fucking small, cuz. Also, I want to Whoa. say this. Oh, my goodness. Come on, man. I want to say this? this, too. Last year, 10th hardest schedule in the league. They have the eighth largest improvement overall in strength of schedule. Okay. They won eight games on a harder schedule last year with a worse defense. They scored 25 points a game. They scored less than the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Yeah. There was some inconsistency with this offense. What? Go ahead. I'm here. That's actually Nobody, surprising when you say that. Nobody wants to understand. The Colts were playing great last year. And missed the playoffs. 
They missed that the That doesn't play. matter. If they were playing so goddamn great, they oh would have made God. the fucking playoffs. I'm not getting into it. I, <laughs> I fucking refuse because it doesn't make any sense. How? Because the perception is, is that Carson Wentz blows and that the Colts were pl they blew last year. They did not blow. They blew for the last few games. But for the majority of the season, the Colts were a very good fucking squad. They got hot midway through the season. And then they fucking fell off the train tracks so right after that. playing well. Not all season. Not all season, bro. Family. The last Carson three games Wentz. were the problem. It wasn't the fucking first 14. Family, I seen Carson Wentz throw for under 100 yards. And I saw Mac Jones throw for three fucking passes, dude. Yeah, but that was a different game. I know, I know, I know. Because you like Mac Jones. No, the conditions favored the Bills that did, game because did, of the quarterback. Did they do play. that with Josh Allen? They had, again, it, it favored the Bills because of the quarterback situation and the, the fucking conditions. They had Mac Jones, bro. They didn't have many wide receivers. It was a fucking blizzard out there. What did you want him to do? What did you want him to do? For real. I love you so much. That's I, all I got to say. I, I love you too, but I'm just trying to make a good point here. <laughs> I love you both too, and I see the point. I, I'm made. confused. The, we no, gotta stay on track. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's pump the brakes here. We're talking about New England Patriots, right? New England Patriots scored 26.6 points last year per game, and the Vikings scored 25. So Mac Middies, that you call them, score more points than this dark horse you're speaking of. That's Coach, a big I observation. I am fucking confused. <laughs> I'm confused, bro. Yeah. I, I don't see it, bro. Eight and a half scares me. They're, they know something, bro. It's just because I think of reputation. Look, I think it's going to be over, but the vision winner, it's, I, I can't, I'm not there, bro. I'm not there yet. That's fine. To but be the man, be you got to beat the man. Yes. And that's Aaron Rodgers. I believe in that. And I'm going to walk win, with they you own up that, that division. I'm going to walk with you up that mountain come December. Okay, bro. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just stating my case. This is all I'm I doing. I understand that. Okay. Yeah. And I'm playing my part two like a sequel. I like that. I love that. I love that. Just be yourself, bro. Be yourself. Be your authentic self. So listen. Look at me when you pod with a goatee, the fucking fresh lines. I want to hear you speak that Move shit. On. Move us on. Yeah, I have to. I have to, okay? Vikings offense, it, it's very easy, okay? You have two guys who could go top five in your draft. Two guys right there. And Cook and Justin Jefferson. Draft him, okay? Adam Thielen, like or don't? I you don't like got to give me a reason. I'm fading. I mean, I would rock with him in a slot. Pause. I feel like he should be as good as usual. I don't think he's going at an inappropriate value. KJ Osborne is being slept yeah. away. KJ Osborne. Yeah. Well, that's. This is true, except I do wonder what they're going to do with Hager. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, he's going to fill up the fucking waters for Osborne, oh, no. Thielen, and Jefferson. But Irv Thielen. Smith, sleeper at tight end because he's healthy. Yeah, Irv Smith is good, yo, for real. And Kirk Cousins could potentially produce like a QB one all year. I mean, he kind of does already. It's just like, it's periods of inconsistency during the season. So like, do you feel good about drafting him Absolutely, as a bro. starter? Absolutely. Perhaps. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with having Kirk Cousins on the bench. Like if I draft and oh, yeah. I, I'm one of those guys that waits at QB and I have like, let's say even Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers is my starter, I'll chase that and get Kirk Cousins as my backup. This way I have, I can account for the moments where they both Bro, might dip this season. In fantasy, if it's a 12-team league, I would feel more comfortable with 12-team, he's a starter. With who? I would feel more comfortable with Kirk Cousins as my starter than Aaron Rodgers, bro. He has more weapons at his disposal. 12 teams, I'm, I'm saying sorry, they're both bro, starters. That's, just, that's real to me. I mean, that that's real, and I know it's a name thing, and I know Kirk Cousins is, is more on the midi side, but look at what he's got at his disposal. 
Again, you can make perfect throws, but can the motherfuckers catch it? Well, here, let me tell you this. Kirk Cousins going as your 15th quarterback off the board to pick 132. That's value. Absolutely. Okay. What's Aaron Rodgers going at? Aaron Rodgers going 75 at, at QB8. Yeah, see, to me, I wouldn't. Why would you draft him? But now? that's my point there, right there. Yeah. If you're going to take a guy like Rodgers, or if you're worried about Dak this year, maybe, if you're worried about a Matthew Stafford, or if you want to try out Trey Lance as your starter, get a guy like Kirk Cousins behind him. This way, you got somebody there that's going to throw for 4,000 yards, 35 touchdowns. Absolutely. All right, that's Minnesota. Now, Detroit and Chicago. We're going to cover both of them right now. Philly Phil, you can put up the Detroit graphic. All right, we're going to speed through this one. We like the Lions here. We like them a lot, but... I'm a fan. Six and a half wins, and they went 313-1 last year. I'm so fan. as much as we like them, that's still three-win improvement minimum. That's asking a lot. That's asking a lot. Um, they have to learn how to win, period. Okay? So, Detroit Lions... Let's see. I hate this line, dude. I hate this fucking line, bro. I love it. I'm going to give you the strength of schedule. I love it. By win total. And Detroit's got the fifth easiest schedule in the NFL. Look. By win total last year. Okay? I'm going to just tell you what I think right away. I'm going to have them at seven wins exact. Maybe even a surprise. But seven wins sounds good to me. Actually, seven wins. So, I like them at six. But here's the thing. I think the Eagles are the biggest team on upset alert week one. I know we're going to get to this, but I'm saying oh, this right now. God. That is a game that the Lions are going to come out and play like it's their fucking Super Bowl. And that's the truth. That's a scary, you're, scary you're game. You're right. And the Eagles, they're, NFL players are supreme athletes, but they are human beings. And human beings have emotions. Oh, you pardon. And when, when the Eagles come <laughs> out, they're, they're going to be at home. They're going to be hype. It's the dream team shit. There's going to be a lot of pressure. Jalen Hurts is going to feel it because he's going to be a little tight because, you know, he's got all his weapons around him and shit like that. That's a scary game for them. However, if Detroit wins against the Eagles, it's going over. But if they lose, it's going to be at six. Uh, I'm going going over regardless, win or lose. But I do agree with that. The Eagles could be on upset alert. It could be. I could be, I'll I tell could you be right now, the Eagles are for real. They're not losing that game. I agree with that. And that's, that's Jalen Hurts, too. And that's fair. Jalen Hurts... As the quarterback of this team with something to prove, cannot lose that game. But he I'm cannot going, lose going that over. game. He's he's gonna have negativity around him already, right? <laughs> right in the Man, That's so eager. But we won't even need to Yeah. Uh, I'm saying going over. Over. I guarantee you, Dan Campbell's printing that line out on their fucking locker room and saying six and a half wins. You see this disrespect? I'm a, I'm ready to bite a fucking kneecap off. I got you with six and a half. Come on, fam. What are we wow. talking about? <laughs> wow. <laughs> So they, they did well in the draft. They've been upgrading this roster quietly. They've been competitive. Period. I mean, we'll see what happens. So fantasy-wise, guys, Jared Goff, we don't need to. Got you with six and a half. The fuck We're ignoring happening? Jared Goff, right? We're ignoring Jared Goff. He, we, he, it's weird because I am. But, like, he's got a bomb squad there. Potential. I'm on Rod, Jamison Williams, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. Like, he, he could be all right. It's just, it's the streamer, line. occasional streamer, nah. bi week streamer. Nah. I'm not. Nah. I don't want I'm him. good. I'm a fade. He'll never yeah. be on my roster. He'll never be on Theories' roster, and he shouldn't be on yours. There you go. Fade. Fair. I'm fading him too. DeAndre Swift, I'm just going to come right out and say it. RB1 overall is in his ceiling of outcomes. Oh, no. I, I think. 
that he can be a top five running back this year. I wow. think I'm going to put him. That's bold. He's like going to be in my top 10. Just telling you that right now. And we're doing that. I'm going to actually tell the audience this right now. We're doing our fantasy PPR top 10 running backs and tight ends. We're recording it tonight for you. You're either going to see it tomorrow or you're going to see it on Friday. It will be out there so you have it for your drafts, okay? DeAndre Swift, I have him as a top 10 PPR running back. Keyword is PPR, and this guy's already produced like that. I'm not so, mad about that. That doesn't, I, that doesn't make me uh, I think he's going to catch upset. a ton of passes. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think before his injury, he was RB8 last year. Exactly right. I think he finished... Like RB15? Yeah, it looks like right around 15. All things considered... That fucking yeah, we're gonna great. we're gonna table that topic. So be sure to check us out when we drop that episode as well. Sixty-two catches in that time frame, guys. You this is this a PPR that. maven right here. He's all right. Seven TDs in that time frame. Love him. All right. Jamal Williams, nice handcuff. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Amon Ross St. Brown. Love. Why him. is he not getting any love? Because of it, of the name. It's got to be that. It's the name. Another guy, I, I'll tell you right now, just looking at this list, he's not even popping up in... There you go. He's the 24th receiver off the board. The what? 24th receiver off the board, pick 62. And I think he's going to deliver. Uh, I think he's going to be a top 20 receiver. Yep. I totally How agree How long is Jamison Williams out? Jamison Williams, at least four weeks, I think. At least. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's longer. And I like him, by the way. Like, I... I I think that he could be a guy you could stash later in your season. I'm not going to draft him, though. I, I'm not going to waste my roster spot on that because roster spots are tight. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I know what you're going to say. Just say it. I'm not going to get away from Microsoft. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Um, TJ Hawkinson. I'm a fade. I, I don't. I, I, we I agree. He'll I really probably, agree. He'll probably be top 10. I'm not going to guarantee it, though. It's not hard he's to be been a top way, 10, though, bro. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, he's been way inconsistent. So I'm, on, I'm not yeah. – I'm just going to tell you this right now. Even though I might have him in my top 10, I'm not actively trying to draft this guy. I will probably not have him on any teams. And it's not because he can't play. It's because of his usage mm -hmm. and inconsistency. I think his usage is going to go – is going to be on, like, a sharp decline because you have Jamison Williams, Amon Ra, and you have, and you have DeAndre Swift, like – He's a fourth option once, as of week five, in my opinion. He's a fourth option, period. Yeah. He I is. Mean, he needs to be used more. I'll He's just a big put body. It that way. He's a red zone target. I get it. Like the the value is there in terms of tight end. Like if you need the tight end, you got T.J. Hawkinson. If he was a tenth tight end off the board or the eighth, like that's good value. It's just I'm fading him because 
I just, I, I've been a TJ Hawkinson owner, and man, you get some up and down games, and it's more bad than good, in my opinion. And are they, in my are the experience, bad games bad? They're really bad. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And, and like, they're, and they're like weak, one point bad. They're weak altering. That's exactly what I was talking it's about. It's weak altering. Okay. I don't want to deal with that. Like, it's a headache. I've actually Here. never owned him. Yes. Ready for this? This is just going by where he's drafted. He's going seventh tight end off the board, 72nd pick. Here's who's going after him Goddard, Ertz, Fryermuth. I, I like all take, three of them I better. I would take Goddard would take, all day long. I would I, take Fryermuth. That's what I said. I like all three of them better. Yes. I, I think, yeah, Goddard, Goddard's going to be the guy that's going to pop this year. But, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm fading Hawk. So there you go. Fade. Fade. All right. DJ Chark, fantasy value, yes or no? Fade. I'm avoiding. Fade. Uh, Maybe Maybe, maybe while in the beginning, Williams while is out. out. But after that, poop. Yeah, I'm, I'm not touching that. Sorry. There's too many wide receivers in the league that, for me to even consider that. I mean, I would have to be really depleted at that position for me to consider it. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm a fade. In general, though, we like the Lions yeah. in fantasy. We like them in real life. And I'm going to throw this out there, too. Their offensive line don't get enough love. They're one of the best. They're, they're a top 10 offensive line. And, and they're loaded, though, he's all the way across the board. He is like, he's really good. Like, all five spots, they're good. Okay? So, another reason to believe in this team, where they could be going. And, and they got to improve pass rusher, too. Though. And they, they got Mr. Aiden Hutchinson, he's and that's be, a big deal. He's going to be a beast, bro. Mm -hmm. He's going to be really good. He I like Rodrigo, culture. too. He fits. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he, yo for he's real, good, bro. man. Yo, he fits that culture, man. I know. He's from Michigan. That hard-nosed mentality. Yeah, he's from Michigan. Like, bro, it's a perfect fit for him to be in Detroit. The Motor City, bro. This team's going to yeah. be competitive. They and they're have, building the right way. I was, they're building a... A tough a, team. A good culture. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, and... And you can just tell from Hard Knocks. Like, I know a lot of it's entertainment, but you could watch in Hard Knocks. They respond to them. They're, like, they're a fucking unit. They're together. You can you just get that sense. Solid, solid staff there. They're a good Solid group. roster. Oh, okay? I love their staff, by the way. I mean, and, and by the way, Hard Knocks is absolutely amazing. Yeah, this is the best one in it's a long great, time. It's great, man. I, I am enjoying I'm looking forward that. to the uh, in-season one with the Cardinals, too. Guys. Oh, God. Yeah, me too. And it's perfect because we're wondering, are they going to show up in the second half this year? It's going to be great. We'll see. We're talking about them on tomorrow, actually. It's going to be great. We're going to be watching Kyler Murray play video games in that fucking They're going to be putting him in. <laughs> yeah. do, you think gonna, do you think they're going to tuck him in with his 930 bedtime That's in his great. contract? Oh, my God. They're going to bring him Moving on. Milk and cookies. Yeah. Moving on. Save it for Simpson tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, cute little yellow Simpson slippers. It's going to be so Jesus. cute for them to bed. I can't wait. We'll talk about it tomorrow, okay? What, his Fortnite shirt? Yeah. Chicago Bears. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be looking like Yoda. All right. <laughs> Chicago Bears. Six and a half wins. They won six games last year. Six and 11. All right. Chicago Bears. Uh, they're they're going to be the worst team in the league. Wow. Period. End of story. Nah, that's I mean, the that's fourth easiest schedule in the league. Yo, Justin. They have what? Fourth easiest. I don't care. I think they're the worst team in the league. Nah. Wow. What's so good about them? Justin I like Fields Justin Fields a lot. You like Justin good. Fields a lot. He's I've been saying good. that, though, I'm before preseason. I know that there's some preseason I'm hype. Not there, bro. But I liked him going into the season before that. Correct. And I've said that here. Yeah. I, I like before, Justin Even Fields. though he turned my stomach a little. I mentioned it with the fucking comment about he's got to go eat. He can't go eat dinner because he needs to study his playbook. That I hate that shit because he's trying too hard. But not fan. he looked all right in the preseason. He looked really good in the preseason. And I'll correct you. Cole he looked Komet, fantastic. I think, Darnell Mo I think Darnell Mooney is very underrated, too. I think Darnell, Darnell Mooney can play. Thank you. I think, buy him in fantasy. Uh, yes. Value right now. David Montgomery, I know he's he's going to start getting into the back end, but Khalil Herbert oh, don't you. is 
Khalil Herbert's somebody to keep an eye on. Khalil Herbert's very good. He's like David Montgomery, except he can catch passes. Didn't we talk about this, you and I? We might have. If not, I just literally vouched for him. Oh, I don't you know, know what? My brother just drafted the other night, and I'm like... I tried to get him the other I'm night. I'm like, just... He was his last pick of the draft. I'm like, fantastic, yeah. because don't from what I've heard... Khalil Herbert might be splitting 50-50 with David Montgomery. I know. <coughs> yep. And I think he might be better. It's close. He has, the, he has the pass. And David ability. Montgomery is a free agent soon. Just saying. So let me ask you guys a question. Go ahead. Who's finishing ahead of each other? The Bears or the Lions? Lions. Oh, the Lions are a better team. They're a better team, right? Yeah. I'm not buying his preseason hype shit, bro. They play very vanilla defense on defense. True. And... When it's crunch time, week one happens. They're going to be scheming against your ass. They know your weaknesses from last year. Did you get better at them? Who do you have to throw to? Darnell Mooney? Okay, we'll double him. That's fine. You got David Montgomery? Cool. What is he? A top top 15 back? Uh, maybe 20? Top 20 back? Who else you got? I do love Cole Komet. However, his usage is very poor. I don't like the way they use him. If they use him correctly, he could be a great fantasy option. But I'm not a Bears guy. I think they are going to be one of the worst teams in the league, and I am going way under six and a half, not even questioning. So I'm with you uh, on most of the part. The only thing I disagree on is, like, I know they play vanilla defense, but you can tell with certain things. Like, Jordan Love had three touchdowns and four interceptions against those same vanilla defenses. Okay. Justin Fields played, like, you, you want, when you play vanilla defenses and backups, you want to see something. You want to see something from that guy. Like, he, okay, he's above that talent. He could pick them up. He apart. was the highest-rated quarterback at preseason. He can't do it. Like, you know, here's a, when Baker Mayfield played against the Bills. He looked well, but it was against backups. So, you, but he should look like that against What backups. you want to see from the guy in preseason and even last year was a guy who was developing each week, and that's what he was doing. He was developing. He threw three touchdowns. I hate their offseason, though. I'm going to say under. So bad. And... Like, you know, five, six wins. They could repeat and go six again, but they're not going over six. I do like Justin Fields, though. I'm going to just say it. I think he could be I a sneaky like fantasy option later in the season because of his legs. Exactly. I, and he'll be used properly for I, once. I'm way, way past Justin Fields. I think I, I just don't see a future. Are you think they're a disaster? Man. Yeah, but you never like Justin Fields. I've never liked him. I think I, I, I don't think he has the height. I don't think he has the that. height. He's six, six. I'm sorry. I'm not the height. Um, I don't think he has the <laughs> the um, the the pedigree to be a good quarterback, bro. I just I don't like this style. I just don't. I, there's something about him when I watch him. I just don't like. I'm so sorry. I rookie... just don't. Never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. I, I'm not. I'm not a Justin Fields guy, bro. I, I I see. Last year was a disaster, and I get it. It's a rookie season. Blah blah blah. But who does he have around him that is going to elevate Correct. his game? And that's why and I that's have my problem with him. That is my problem with him. And I don't think their head coach is going to get the best out of Justin Fields. I just don't see it. I, I think he's going to struggle this year. I think the Bears may, after the season, consider another quarterback. Oh, no, I'm why way not? off with that. Why Sorry. not? If Justin Fields performs like he did last year, I can guarantee you Chicago is going to be in the, in the hunt for a quarterback. I can no guarantee you. He got better every week I last year. guarantee you. No way. It's his only his second year. Yeah. He, why? So I, I'm going to dispel the notion that he didn't play well Hurts last year. year. You don't do that to him, but Bibbers talks about him. He played well last year. That. I'm just saying. He played just well saying. last year, though. That's the, the I'm just saying. There could be rumblings if Justin Fields does not perform well. There could be p potential rumblings about Chicago moving on. Yeah, I'm going to guarantee you that's a no. 
I would not be surprised. And I, I disagree with you. I think he played well last year. I cannot. He started off wait. slow. The end and then of the they season, started to he adjust. Was, he was meh. He got better each week. He did. That's all I'm trying to say. That's what you want to see from a rookie. And he was on a bad team. He got better each week. And we watched the game here. Uh, I forget which game it was. But he had a phenomenal fourth quarter in that game. We were like, holy Pittsburgh. shit. Might have been Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh. And we are like, holy shit. That was the coming out moment for him. Just saying. I, I think way off with Justin Fields. He's going to prove you wrong. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Look, seven touchdowns and ten team, interceptions though. last year. I mean, I, I just don't see it. I, I mean, he also had an abysmal fucking head coach. And he has the same fucking thing. He's a different head coach. <laughs> Defensive coordinator. Yeah, he'd be all right. I hated their offseason, though. I'm, I'm excited I'm, about it. I'm in agreement with you there. I hate the offseason. That's why they're Oh, under. yeah, their offseason wasn't disaster. It was poop. It was just straight so up So what's poop. his over-under touchdowns? I'm going under. What's his over in interceptions? I'm going I'm going over. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm dead serious. Control them. Control them. If, if Justin Fields was a that dude, you would consider him a fantasy, right? I actually yeah, did. I, I, I said do. that he could I be a late round steal because of his legs. Be. I mean, look at this mark here. You have, when you draft, when you get these young quarterbacks, bro, you have to look at potential of the whole package. Like, I just I, look 30, hard, 32, 50 and a half passing yards. <laughs> that means he's got a he's got a basically average two hundred ish. You're gonna miss this. Thirty two fifty and a half passing yards is his over under. That means he basically has to average slightly over two hundred for the entire season. And I'm gonna take the over. Rodgers has eight hundred more. Eighteen and a half passing touchdowns. I'm gonna take the over. Especially if they're going to be losing games. They're going to be playing from behind. What's the interceptions? Interceptions at 14 and a half. And that's freaking high. That's high. That's, that's really high. The game. But I mean. Mm. Take the overs. Take the overs. This dude is fucking mids. I don't care. I'll say it right here. He's mids. He is mids. And Chicago is going to sink this year. Fool. They are going to <laughs> fucking stink. Ooh, they probably cool. will stink, though. We're I'll, gonna I'll, give you, I'll, I'll get on that with you. We're going to um, stink. I, I don't like them this year. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I don't like him either. He, he, I like there, Justin Fields, though. There is a way that he can that you can prove things. And again, situations matter. And we had this debate similar uh, a couple weeks ago about Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. Situations matter. And ceilings, just because you're you're a good, you could be a good player on a bad team. That if you're a bad player on a good team, the other player could have a higher ceiling. Yeah, and I'll say this like too. For instance, Justin Fields' ceiling is higher than Mac Jones'. I'll say this too. Mile. Ready Why? for this? Justin Fields. Why? Had more legs and arm talent. He had more wow moments last year than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And no one talked about it. Now okay. he impressed more than Trevor Lawrence last year. Trevor Lawrence. They were both on train wreck teams with train wreck coaching staffs. And Justin Fields looked better. Um, Just saying. I mean, I give him both a pass because I look which I mean, again, his head coach didn't know who fucking. Aaron I saw Rodgers. moments from Justin Fields though, and I saw maybe one or two from Trevor Lawrence the whole season. And it was. And I, I think he'll improve this year. But I'm just Colts. saying. So yeah. you so you think Justin Fields has a higher ceiling than Mac Jones? Oh yeah. Why? His just, ceiling is, but his floor is not. Correct. Mac Jones has play. a high floor, what, what, which what, he's already touched. He's what, already been a playoff quarterback as a rookie. What makes Justin Fields' ceiling higher than Mac Jones? I think he has his more ability. talent and in just overall. He's, he could run. He could use his legs. I think if He's also an incredible deep ball thrower. I, I think Mac Jones is too. I think Mac Jones is I think he's really, underrated. Really, barely accurate. I think he's smart. I think he's a really good quarterback. I just think he's in a bad situation with New England right now. And that's my point, that if you put Mac Jones on the Bears, I think it would be more of a disaster because the only thing worse than a quarterback, than 
a running quarterback behind a bad offensive line is a stand in the pocket quarterback because he can't get out of the fucking way. So that's just my only thing. Now, right now, Mac Jones is better than him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that potential for potential, Justin Justin Fields has the higher ceiling. But right now, it's, it's not really a debate. But what makes it the higher ceiling? That's where I am confused. I think the disconnect is Because right. he can run. I think he has a stronger arm, and I think he has a better arm. I'll take somebody who's smart as fuck, accurate as shit, and is a leader. Mac Jones is a leader, bro. We're going to find out a lot about him this year. To, to fill Brady's shoes yeah. and go to the playoffs with a team that, honestly, New England, they had no business making the playoffs last year. Their, their wide receivers were really poor, man. Jacoby Myers was all right. Nelson Aguilar was all right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, no, they're, 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 they're good. They're not, like, extraordinary no, wide they're receivers. They're regular dudes. Yeah. They're regular dudes. That's what I'm saying. And, I, I, I mean, I just, I like Mac Jones' ceiling better than, than Finn Fields. In my opinion all right well that's the nfc north and now we got to speed through the afc north i think it's Damn. a little oh, bit more interesting shit. here Damn, yeah i know i'm sorry that's what i'm saying I, i'm not I'm we've not been here. going off on tangents tonight but they were good ones i'm okay? not ripping fields man <laughs> i know you're you're fucking tearing them apart yeah my bad all right <laughs> afc north philly phil you want to change it up whenever you're ready appreciate it all right let's start off with your defending afc north champions super bowl appearance last year they were close they almost won that game the cincinnati Bengals. all right nine and a half wins they won 10 last year 10 and 7 last year okay what are we thinking about the Bengals? um and i'll give you the strength of schedule hold on Bengals, one of the hardest schedules in the league sixth hardest schedule based on last year's win totals okay there you have it nine and a half wins that's wild to me i just I say over i don't understand it way over and i'm not even going to overthink it it's 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 not even a question but, i don't understand it their only weakness last year was their offensive line and the dude made the super bowl and won a playoff game where he got sacked eight times damn near won the super bowl where he got sacked eight times and you improve their offensive line they kept their entire core. Jamar Chase, you can argue, is riding on that, you know, that top five thing. I think uh, T. Higgins is about to have a bigger year. I think Joe Barrow can produce two 1,200-yard receivers this year. With Damn, you think guys. T. Higgins is going to have a good year? I think T. That Higgins, so I think T. Higgins yeah, is going to rival Chase, to be honest. That makes me extremely That may be happy. a bold take, but I think that he's going to be in a low-end wide, wide receiver one category, to be honest. I'll say this. You're going to want to you. stack your Thanks, fantasy God. lineups with Bengals. I love you. You're going to want to stack yeah, your lineups. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, no, they're... You uh, did perk up big time. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, I like T. Higgins a lot this year. Yeah, I, um, I think yeah. he's a, he's built like Julio Jones. Yeah, he is. But at this point, they won 10 games last year, and this team improved substantially at their biggest weakness by far, which is offensive line. So the one thing I think this line is telling me that people worry about the Super Bowl appearance hangover because the loser of the Super Bowl does not tend to do well nah. the year after. Would you worry That's about That's what Zach it says Taylor? to me. Huh? Would you worry about Zach Taylor? No. No? I, okay. you I'm know just what? wondering because that that's a low-ass number. Uh, I'll dude. say this. The Vikings they, are eight and a half. They're going to now transition a little bit. They were a run-first team last year, and they're going to throw the football a little bit more this year. That's exactly why I said I think he can produce two 1,200-yard receivers. Right. So, like, you're going to want them in fantasy. I, I think, got, I think I got it's pretty the overs. I got the overs. I think the Super Bowl hangover thing is super overrated. I've seen Tom Brady lose the Super Bowl to the Eagles. This isn't Tom Brady. It doesn't matter. And I love Joe. It Burrow. doesn't matter. It's it's it it but Tom Brady is a part of a team. 
its whole team should have a hangover then, right? I was just telling you that this is this is Vegas but, here. But Burrow. Nine and a half is interesting. Burrow has that it factor. He's got that leadership that people rally around. They love his confidence. They like his swag. He's a leader. I think this team is prime for another big time playoff appearance uh, and possible run. And I love him at the overs. Nine and a half to me is kind of disrespectful, to be honest. I mean, they upgraded their offensive line. That was their biggest weakness. They got loaded talent on offense. They got a great running back in Joe Mixon. I mean, I, what am I missing here with this nine and a half? I, I just don't understand here. I mean, look, you, you want to talk about their defense? Okay, cool. But they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody offensively, and I like where they're heading. I'm going over nine and a half wins, and, they, and I'm not even second-guessing. And they showed that they can improve defensively. They need to be more consistent. They played good defense towards the end of the year, they and in the great. playoffs, we need to see it again. Now, that said, I'm going to remind everybody how unlikely it was what they did. Like, yeah, I know I know they made the Super Bowl. They were literally underdogs in 15 of the 17 games they played last year. Hungry wow. dogs That's, run faster. Like, I'm just saying, you know, it was a really good story last year. But this year, they did improve. Have to give them that. Second half schedule, though, is very daunting. They got the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Bills, the Ravens in their uh, four of their last six games, guys. That is daunting. But I think they, they look like, to me, like the early season schedule, Steelers, Cowboys, Jets, Dolphins, they're going to start strong. They, they're going to start strong. They're going to be a team where, like, the front-end record's going to be really good, and it'll make up for any back-end mistakes. So, so 10 wins is, like, easy for me. You mean to tell me wins. a team that lost their best wide receiver and three starting offensive linemen has a higher win total than a team that just lost in the Super Bowl and improved their offensive line? Just because of schedule strength. And I'm talking about and, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you're talking Cowboys. I am. I thought you were talking Packers. But no, well, that the Packers is even crazier because it's 11. The, the, I, Cowboys. It's also predicated the, the, on. I mean, the Cowboys. I can't stand Forget it. about the Packers. Yeah, 10 and a half the, the Cowboys. Cowboys at 10 and a half is why. And then to put the Bengals at 9 and a half is fucking That's nuts. a joke. That's an absolute joke, and I agree. What am with I there. missing? What like what am I missing there? Totally agree with that. And that, that don't make not any sense. Joe hey yo, no, he's not. Vegas about to run pockets this year. <laughs> That's right. They up. are because something's something's, something's in the going on, bro. Something yeah. is wrong, bro. Yeah, I agree. And Joe Burrow was the most accurate QB in the league last year with a horrible offensive line. Is that real? Is that true? Yes, number wow. one. And guess who's number two on that list? Your favorite player who we're talking about tomorrow. Even with the bad second half season. Kyler Murray? Number two. Just just saying. I've been holding that in the clip. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, the I can break that down further tomorrow. Okay? You're going to have to. Bro's a stud. Going to mount the nothing. But they do have the highest jump in schedule difficulty. That is to be noted. All right? They got the guy that could do it, though. Yeah. Fantasy, yeah. though, I think I'm going to tell you what I think. I buy all the skilled players. Absolutely. And I love Joe Burrow, but I think he's going a couple rounds too high. I think that I'd be more comfortable with Joe Burrow if he wasn't going. I think he's going fifth round. And I just don't like taking quarterbacks high. Do you, you know, know who I think tells me? Do you know who I think could lose work this year? Who? Joe Main Mixon. Because I think they're gonna be I think they're gonna convert to uh, now that you have the offensive line, you're gonna give Joe Burrow time to dissect the defense and throw bombs. Ready for this? Dip in dip in volume, but an upgrade in efficiency from Joe Joe Mixon. I could see that, yeah. Because they're not gonna. They ran the football a lot last a year. Lot. They were a run-first football team. Joe Burrow really ascended in the playoffs. They were a run-first football team though last year. 
So Joe Mixon, though, like Joe Mixon. Um, I'm sorry, where's Burrow going? Fifth round? Burrow's going 81st off the board. Actually, I might have been wrong. I've, I'm seeing him go a little bit higher, though. Can you tell me uh, a couple of names that are ahead of him, please? Actually, at, at this point, if it's it's Brady, Rogers, Prescott, Burrow in that order. And I like Burrow more than at least two of them. Only Brady, I would say. Only Brady, I would better. say. Yeah. I agree with you guys. That's what's confusing to me. So, yeah. So, actually, this, I guess this might be, I saw something about this. It might be in a different um, site. ESPN, though, Joe Burrow's going as the 10th QB. And I think that's actually a value right there. Let me ask you guys. We're using ESPN, though. We got to use, we got to uh, yeah. go by that. No, I'm with you. But what does that tell you about the overall consensus in, uh, people participating in fantasy football with Joe Burrow. Do they not believe in his passing ability? Because with with wide receivers like that, I, I just don't I don't I don't I don't understand it. Honestly I'm a bit surprised by I that. mean it's absolutely lethal. To have Dak Prescott ahead of Joe Burrow when Dak Prescott just lost to Mari Cooper yeah. and his offensive line. I, how, how is he drafted ahead of Joe Burrow? Do people really not believe in the overall ability Throwing wise, I mean, not for nothing, but even if it's ability for ability, Joe Burrow's got back Prescott by a fucking landslide. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So again, yeah. it's just, it doesn't and, and that it doesn't make sense. It, it, so here, actually, that's the thing. what's going on? I, I, ESPN, on. he looks like a buy actually at that value. Sure. I've seen other sites though where he's going higher, like five, six off the board, and that depends. But we're going by ESPN. That's our league. That's where we're at. Okay, he's a buy there. Joe Mixon, he's going as the eighth running back off the board pick. 13 sounds about fair but i still like i see deandre swift going after him i see aaron jones i see javante williams i think at that value Devon, De, deandre swift before after deandre swift Joe going Mixon? four picks later and i like swift better so do i so like maybe it's a reach but it sounds appropriate like second round joe mixon i'd still i still feel comfortable and then the receiver it's pretty obvious we'd buy him but I will say this, T. Higgins is going as the 11th off the board. I don't like him there. But I, I like the player, obviously, a lot. I think, he's I, gonna, I, I think that's high. Like, but he's going to be a top 20 receiver. I could say that comfortably, I, but not 11. I would bet that he's in the 10. I think that he could push in, uh, into that 10 to 15 range. Yeah. I have high hopes for him this year. I like him a lot. If there's a team where they One, can have two, two top... Hit my jack, guys. I'll hit your jack as soon as we get out of here. <laughs> if there's a team where they can have two top 15 receivers, it's this one. So I'm cool with that. I could say that. But I'd rather have Michael Pittman. Like, for example, he's going a pick later. I'd rather have Michael Pittman based okay. on volume. Oh, yes. T. Higgins. Yeah, Matt just Ryan saying. just breeds fucking... He's going to have 300 targets this year. Yeah. All right. So there you go with the Bengals. Baltimore Ravens. Seems to be the only challenger for the division, and we'll talk about the division winner in a sec. Baltimore Ravens, nine and a half wins as well. Okay, eight and nine record last year. Lamar Jackson is still unsigned. That's interesting. Keep an eye on that. Um, has not received an extension. All right, what are we thinking about the Ravens? Do you want their strength of schedule? Nah. Uh... I mean, I guess I should tell the audience. The Ravens have the 11th easiest schedule. Surprising. I will say over, and I'll say around 10 or 11. I don't think it's going to be that much crazier. Um, I mean, if Lamar's healthy for the whole year, he alone wins you three or four games. I just, like, I'm just not big on the Ravens, man. Like, J.K. Dobbins, like they were showing today, he's limping. Rashad that is, Bateman. That's awful. By the way. Rashad Bateman, I like, but I think that he's, I think he's more likely to be 
high-end middies than he is to be <laughs> to be like low-end superstar. You did say likely. I think he's likely to be. I think he's more likely to be high-end mid than he is to be a low-end star. I think he can be a number one. By route success ma- so metrics, he was dank. one of the best receivers it's in the league. Somewhat dank. Yeah, yeah. They could have. Like, they could have done like an occasional seed in his Yeah, yeah they could have done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. But they could have done Lamar a favor and added another guy, though. I'll say yeah. that. Like, I, I do like Rashad Bateman a lot. I think he can be potentially but, look, number one. They get back Peters and um, what's the other dude's name? The other corner. Peters and uh, Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. Who, I mean, they're a top, what, four or five duo in the AFC for cornerbacks? I'll just make this easy, okay? Eight wins, and they probably had the worst injury luck in the NFL last year. Correct. They exactly had an outstanding offseason again. This is an easy over for me. Easy. I'm just like, man, like the, the wide receiver shit scares me, bro. Like you're going into a season with Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay. Not worried. You got Bateman and Mark Andrews in the run first offense. Now, I will say this, though. The running back room is falling apart already to the point where they had to sign Kenya Drake today. I don't was, like that. And I said, he was I've been saying this. Ripping. They're rushing J.K. Dobbins back. They're rushing him. Gus Edwards is hurt. He's out for four weeks. They I didn't are, even know that. He got hurt yeah. already? Gus Edwards got oh, hurt been. again? He's been. He's been. He was on the pup list, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I did know that. Um, I do know that. Yes, I'm sorry. But you're rolling in with Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake, because right now, I mean, you might have just ruined J.K. Dobbins. That is a concern. I'll give you that. But still, they won eight games last year, despite all this. And they're loaded. Like, th- this team was absolutely loaded. Last year, they were loaded. They had a hell of a draft this year. But they did lose Hollywood Brown. Now, which, not, which does matter. I don't think because he had a big lost. year last year. He had a very good year. I it does matter. That. It but, does matter. But Bateman also wasn't available for half the year. Correct. And they like him a lot. They liked him more. I think. And Bateman I like him a lot play. too. It's just. I think he could be a number one. But I want to see him stay healthy too. Let me ask you a question. Do you think he's somebody that can go up and get it, or do you think he's somebody that needs to be thrown open? I think he's going to separate. That's the difference. He doesn't need to be thrown open. No. Okay. He's a route winner. That means route a lot. runner. You know what I'm asking. You know why I'm asking. Yeah, that, right. Because you know you gotta have some questions about Lamar different style. Though. I mean, Marquise yeah. Brown's a clear burner, but different style. This guy's a separator. He actually kind of reminds me of Keenan Allen Light. Do you think Holly, that's what he reminds? Do you me. think Hollywood's better than Bateman, or do you think Bateman's better than Hollywood? This year, I think. Oh no, I'm just saying, like question. talent for talent, talent. Talent wise, it's it's two different types of players. Okay. And I happen to like Hollywood Brown, but I I think that Bateman profiles would be better. It's just that you need to actually see it now. Route success metrics, though, he was one of the best receivers in the league when he was on the field. Route success. That's all I'm saying. I, you know, take it for what it's worth. He can separate. Now have a roll increase. Okay? I take the over. Theories, you're going to say under. Just say it. Go ahead. I got the unders. Cold Whoa! I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not scared. You I'm not bold pissed. as hell. I could be bold all I want. I got the unders. Okay. I don't. I don't believe in their passing attack. Um, I will say this: what really is going good for the Ravens is that Lamar does want a contract, so I feel like he's going to start off hot off the gates. But I mean, I, I, I just there's a lot of question marks on this team. Period. You got to be able to run the football. You got to be able to have wide receivers, especially in a division where they're playing against the Bengals. When you play the Bengals, you got to go toe to toe with them. Okay, you can't just rely on Lamar Jackson's feet, you know, the entire season. Eventually, he's going to get worn out. 
eventually something is going to give. And I just don't see them being able to consistently move the football, uh, drive in and drive out. I, I have a lot of doubt on this team. The wide receivers are very, very thin. That And Lamar Jackson, as a, as a passer, can he elevate his guys around him? Yes, I understand Mark Andrews had a great year, but Mark Andrews is a good tight end. Like, don't get it twisted. He he's, he's His body type, his athleticism, he is a good tight end. He is one of the best tight ends in the league. You could argue he's the best. You could argue that. I sure, think it's absolutely. a fair argument. Yes. So, for me... But when did he get there, though? Last Lamar year. made him that dude last year. Fast. Lamar was advancing as a passer last year before getting hurt. He got hurt while in the pocket throwing a football. That's when he got hurt. Okay. He did get... He was improving. He was coming off of a two or three game stretch where he did not play well. But point being, we weren't saying about this about Mark Andrews a year ago. Uh, no, that's, that's very you know? true. It's a good point. I, I, look, they do I, have a great rapport, but still, someone's got to get him the ball. Yes. And guess what? I say it all the time. Double. If they double Mark Andrews and they say, okay, your wide receivers, go ahead, beat me. Rashad Bateman, I'm not worried. I don't give a fuck. If I have a number one corner, I'm putting him on, on Rashad Bateman, and I am betting my life that my number one corner can shut down Rashad Bateman. But here's the thing, though. Because he hasn't done anything in the league yet for me to believe that he could beat me. Here's the thing, though. This was their offense last year. One wide receiver and one tight end. They were thin last year. Bateman was out most of the year. This was the same unit last year, and it did not stop them last year from being good passing the football. And they they, went eight they and nine. were they started the season five and one. They went eight and nine. Then they got hurt. They went eight and nine. Well, when you lose literally two star cornerbacks, one who's a top five, your star left tackle, two other pieces on the offensive line, your entire running back room on your first <laughs> and second in run rate the two prior years, and you lose your whole running back room, and then your franchise quarterback gets hurt. By the way, the guy all he does is win, win, win. We talk about that all the time here, right? Sure, no, winning, Jimmy playing. G, winning. Lamar Jackson wins. Bro, it's he's not, a winner. It's not. It's nothing. To the point Lamar. where I'm going to say this because they're not going to have the injury luck they had last year. The Ravens are winning this division. Write it down, Philly Phil. Don't worry. I got Hold on. I'll turn up my own mic. Supreme. Cap. The Ravens are winning this division, and I love both teams in this division, by the way. But the Ravens are going to be the team that wins this division. Major cap. They will win the division. I agree with you, Paul. Major cat. I love it though. Gotta have both. No, it's good. I, look, it's it's good to be to have a different opinion. I, I respect the opinion. Look, we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen in the NFL season. Get Kyle Hamilton, giving, Tyler Lindeball, David Ojabo. Kyle Hamilton looked lost, in, by the way, in a couple practices that I've seen. And Marcus Williams. Well, I'm look, not, Kyle Fuller is like their fourth corner. Be, you're saying they're gonna be healthy again, and so far they're down there two running backs already. In the <laughs> well, first game well, of listen, the season hasn't happened. It didn't stop them last year with this damaged <laughs> running back room. No, I, I think you. you could get by without that with this team. I prefer J.K. Dobbins being healthy, but I'm just saying, like, look, the only way they're going to be able to beat the Bengals is by shutting down the pass game. They have two shutdown corners, and they're four deep in corners total. They have a pass rush. Tyler Boyd like, will fuck their third corner up. Maybe. He's a thousand-yard wide Kyle receiver. Kyle Fuller was signed to be their fourth corner. That's insane. This guy was a shutdown corner in Chicago for a number of years. But it, it, I'm just trying to say, like, but they have pieces here to tr listen. All the Bengals are going to score. They're going to score plenty, but you have to limit them. The recipe's there. 
And which defense do I like better? I like the Ravens' defense better. The Ravens are still going to score points. They won't score like the Bengals, but they'll still score points. Oh, trust me, they'll score. They're going to score. Lamar Jackson's the quarterback. I am they, not. They manufacture that, points and yards I as not, well as anybody. I'm not denying that. And they've that. shown it even with limited units like last year. Limited last year. I'm one wide receiver, one tight end, a beat up offensive line, no running backs last year. Did not stop them from going five and one, eight and three by December first. Under. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. So you both have the Bengals winning the division. Absolutely, yeah. All right. Why not? I don't give a fuck about the Super Bowl hangover, bro. I don't give a shit. Oh, I, that don't bother me at all. No, I it, like I like the Ravens just, as a whole it, better. It, it, I, I just think that's a myth. I, I think that's the, just the Ravens schedule is a little easier. I get the history behind it, but it's like, come on, bro. It's all circumstantial shit. I'm supposed to say that shit though, but that's not the reason why. I say the Ravens have an easier schedule, and I like their team as a whole slightly better. My thing is this: they're bro. both very good, by the way, and it they is... both could be. Super Bowl contenders. I think that's how good it they is. It is not sustainable for 17 weeks to have mid wide receivers, hurt running backs, and a running quarterback. It is not sustainable. I am telling you this right now. But they did it you last heard year. Here at P and I from fucking theories. It ain't fucking sustainable. And it happened last year, and they went eight and nine. I know, but their franchise quarterback was missing for a month. Exactly, and Tyler Huntley stepped in and played like a fucking starter. But that he didn't win games. But he played like a he's starter. A good, he's a good backup, though. I like him. I've, he, he actually played, played great. really he fucking played good. He really good, But bro. he didn't win. That ass. I know. He and did. he's still not That's Lamar true. Jackson. True. Lamar Jackson's legit. He could have won two games, but Dick Face decided to go for it. Yeah, they went for it. Win I mean, look, Dick Face or not, Lamar Jackson's leading in those John games. Too, so I, I like Harbaugh. Yeah, I like him a lot. Great head coach. All right. There's your top two in the division. And the last two, this is how we're going to end the show. The Steelers, seven and a half wins. But wait. They were nine and seven and one last year, by the way. Playoff team. We all know they had a miracle. They got in as a seventh seed. Yo, theory said it. <laughs> Big Steelers Bang. are going to the playoffs. Guys. Yeah. I told you. You can, you can, you can have that one. That was the biggest stroke of luck I've ever seen. I don't, I don't think but it's luck. They got in. They got in. The bottom line, they made the playoffs. They got in. Big Ben's gone though. Okay. Listen to this. This is a surprise. This is what I was telling you guys before the show. This is the wildest line that I've seen yet. The Cleveland Browns are still at eight and a half wins. Eight and a half. Deshaun Watson's out for 11 games. Fucking wild. And they have a higher win total than the Steelers. Listen. It's fucking crazy, dude. I get the Trubisky hate. I would rather have Trubisky than Jacoby Brissett, though. Just saying. They're, they're, I mean, that's all I'm saying. And listen. Are we talking Steelers right now or Browns? Both. Okay. I got you. All right. I gave you both. All right. I had to compare. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Seven and a half versus eight and a half when really they kind of look the same right now without a quarterback. Uh, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not in on that. I don't understand what's going on with the Browns. I mean, look, let's get something straight. I don't give a fuck if Deshaun Watson, when he comes back week 12, I don't care what anybody says. He's not coming back and lighting the world on fire. We saw that in preseason yeah. against vanilla defenses. He's going to be out of the league for damn near two years at this point. Oh, you pardon. You do not come back and just step in and everything is is all good. You got to get back in football shape. It'll your be body, a roller coaster. Your body has to adjust to getting tackled. Mm -hmm. You don't think that that defensive lineman with moms and fucking girlfriends and 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 daughters <laughs> aren't going to want to get a, get a uh, piece of him when they hit him? That it's just it it's wild to me with the Browns. Look, I know they do have pieces there, but they're loaded. Otherwise, now. 
That's Let's, why Vegas has them where they have them. They have them at eight so and a half. Loaded roster. Eight and a half they have them at, right? Eight and a half. So the Brown, they won eight games last year. So the Browns are one game worse than the Bengals. Just so I'm hearing yeah, this that, correctly. That's, that's also the other point I'm yeah. trying to make. It's like eight I'm and a half. Something's up. Eight and a half is wild. They will I'm not taking, have, when Deshaun Watson comes back, they will not have more than four wins. Like, like with him at quarterback? When he comes back week 12, their record will probably it's be. It's looking like three and three eight. to close the season for me. They'll be four and eight by the time Deshaun Watson gets back. Oh, yeah. This is under, under for both teams, yeah. Steelers and the me Browns. Too. I just, look, I think the Steelers, their schedule is pretty tough, too, by the way. The Steelers have the third hardest schedule in the yeah. league, while the Browns have the eighth easiest. The Steelers are bothering me right now, though. Kenny Pickett should be starting. When he when you're a rookie and you come in there and it's even a question, you go with the fucking rookie. Period. Uh I'm not mad about the decision for him not to start the season. I wouldn't rush him. Yeah, I'm I don't not, think I'm, he's ready. Right. Wait, he, yeah, excellent. I, he did have a good preseason, I hear you, but like he again, like you want to see that? Yeah. Not as much of a challenge though. He was playing backup reps. Right. And and based on where he was drafted at 20th, I believe, uh to the Steelers. 18. Horrible. 18 was it? I think so. No, I think it was 20th. 20? But oh, I, I would hate it even at 18 yeah. or 20. 20. I hated that pick. Look, hated it. You're not invested in him as a starter off the rip at the 18th pick. Because if he was uh starter ready or pro ready at that moment, he would have been a top 10 pick. Yeah. For a lot of thirsty teams looking for a quarterback. And at this That's... very moment, Seattle. I think Malik Willis. That's a great area. For Malik Seattle. Willis went two you rounds think later. Will want him if he was pro ready. It, the only reason I'm saying no is because the Niners traded up to get Trey Lance when he clearly wasn't ready. So yeah, I don't I mean, think I don't think I don't think that I don't but buy too thing. much into that. But here's the thing with the Niners: they had the the roster to make that trade already in place. They didn't they didn't get rid of anything on the roster. The roster was still intact. They still had a Super Bowl winning roster. They gave up a lot of capital though. Sure. But they were able to afford it because they had the roster in place. So what they did was they knew, okay, down the line, we have to upgrade a quarterback. We were able to make that transition based on our roster currently constructed. They didn't they didn't they didn't go into rebuild. That's why they did it. And I understood why they did it. That's I get fair. it. I get it. Look, I get it. I get it. I, I get it. But again, for me, the Browns, I I can't even believe this is even a discussion. Eight That's and crazy. a half. They're not even gonna sniff the eight and a half. I'm gotten under, and it's to me, it's not even a question. I and <laughs> I get it, but it, it makes me worry, bro, because Vegas is ready to run your fucking pockets. Eight and a half don't make sense. How are they one game behind the Ravens and the Bengals? We're and talking, the same with the Eagles. We're talking about the uh, about the Ravens and the Bengals. Like, they are absolute, you know, dynamic teams that could be uh, potential Super Bowl. Yeah, and uh, only one win better. Right? And, but yet, they're only one win better than the Browns. What's the Steelers over now? And, the, and, and two and games over the Steelers. So I, the, I'm confused, man. So the Steelers with a head coach that has never had a losing season and with Ben Roth, the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger, made the playoffs <laughs> and won eight games last year. They're at seven and a half. I mean, not for nothing, but how much of a drop-off could Mitchell Trubisky be from Ben Roethlisberger last year? True. Seriously, I, ben, ben Roethlisberger was never a student of the game. He was an improviser that ran around and played backyard football. He was damn good at it. He, he was amazing. He got, he got better. He was a yeah. slam dunk as he got older, first yeah. ballot. Facts. I think Ben Roethlisberger, to be honest, is one of the most underrated quarterbacks of our of for our generation. But for that's sure. a different. Uh, was the allegations against him from years, years, years ago? Does that hurt his his chances in the I don't believe so. But anyway, Sorry, I'm, I'm going off schedule yeah, here. But, I'm but it's like it's like yo, <laughs> I, I mean, how it, it can't be that bad. 
from Ben Roethlisberger to Mitchell Trubisky, and Mitchell Trubisky has legs. But here's the other thing. Really? The rest of the league but, got better. Yeah. And the Steelers' offensive line and the AFC is, is still a fucking train wreck, and it's malpractice what they're doing there. Yo, you it's have... malpractice. Do I, I use that word often though. here? What they did with their offensive line the last two years is malpractice from generally one of the best front offices in the entire league. Malpractice. They can pick wide Horrible. receivers like nobody Write I've ever down. seen in my fucking life. George from Martavius Bryant to to just these dudes that George they find. George Pickens, Antonio Brown, Bryant, uh, Antonio Brown, I'm sorry. It's just... Plaxico Burris, the list goes on and on. It's crazy. Like George so, Pickens is, is that dude. Antoine Randall. We're gonna, we're, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, gonna go. Oh, hold on. I, go I just one last. Go ahead. You're good. When you have an offense like Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, uh, George Pickens, uh, Chase Claypool, and Pratt, Pat Frymuth, bro, you're thinking like big time. If this team is a quarterback away from really, really making some fucking noise, dog. Should have got need an offensive line. I'm not. Should have got Jimmy. Shitting, G, but this bro. is why I said. Marcus Mariota can play under this type of pressure because he can get up and move. If you're not going to address offensive line, you should have gone there. I would have liked that better, personally. And I know Mitchell Trubisky can move, too, but Marcus Mariota has had some good years in this league. If Mariota was on the Steelers, are you taking the over seven and a half? Maybe. I Maybe can't. I say eight wins, but I'm not, I, I don't like this team at all. And it's simply I because... I love it. Their They're skill amazing. talent is it's phenomenal. Crazy, yeah. But their offensive line is probably the worst in the league. Still. Yeah, they some dope. Did they miss the memo? I I literally I have a Steelers fan in one of my leagues, and he's just beside himself. Mitchell can move. He hated the Kenny Pickett move. Mitchell can move. Sure. I don't get I'm telling you, put fucking Kenny Pickett in there. Mitchell can move. Uh, listen, if crazy. Kenny Pickett goes in there right now, they'll ruin him. They'll ruin him. I agree. Uh, They'll ruin him. This offensive line is that bad. I cannot believe it. it this is the Burrow. Steelers. Burrow six rings. Burrow thrived under it, bro. Burrow's offensive line was better than the Steelers. And that's, like, by a lot. And that's saying something. I, I, that's, that's really hard. Yeah, that's kind of hard to tell because no. the man got sacked, like, 12 times in a, in a playoff game. That's really hard. That's, 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 uh, yeah, I'm hard using my eyes, brother. Times, cuz. <laughs> I know. That's fucking crazy, bro. I'm using my bro, eyes. That's abuse. For me to say <laughs> that, that, that just goes that's to show abuse, you. That's abuse, bro. They could be the, the worst by, like, a, a landslide. Anyway, so we both, we all three of us have them under. Under. Absolutely. Okay. Slam dunk under. Fantasy wise. Value and this is it. Everywhere. This is how we're wrapping it up. Value all right? everywhere, fantasy wise. Not fantasy, even a question for me. Exactly. So we're avoiding the quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Fair to say. Yeah, yeah. But everywhere else, let's start with this. Najee Harris. Love him. Volume. Heat. Okay. Deontay Johnson. Love him. Love he, him. PPR. Fucking PPR amazing, stud. Bro. Not Slept worried about on. a drop off. Yo, timeout. Pals and I got lunch at Panchero's today. We were talking. We were looking at Deontay Johnson's Fantastic fantasy fucking uh, stats. Cause I'm telling you right now, Deontay PBR. Johnson is fucking slept on, bro. Uh, Deontay Johnson may be the most slept on wide receiver in the league. Still, no, no, caught I don't, on. I don't, I don't think think so. he well, he's on your shit. team now. No, now listen. Oh, but don't, I don't went, generate targets for him, bro. I went to 2021 and looked at his games. And it's legitimately 14, 16, 17, 14, 20, 14, 10, 14, 14, 18, 20. 18, 20, 23, 24. You don't understand that because it's Deontay Johnson. So, I mean, and then top 10 wide receiver over here. It's actually comical hey, how much yo, he produces this, and how much he doesn't. This is why, like, 
you know, consistency, fantasy bro. wise. Always consistent. I think yeah. his. I'm very consistent. He's getting drafted lower this year when in reality they're going to give him the same targets, if Absolutely. not more, because yes. they're going to be losing in games. They're going to have to throw the football. He's going to have his targets. PPR stud. George Pickens. Love him. Mm-hmm. Late round flyer. Real, real yeah. Love him. Yeah, he's Talented. Easy. I wanted the Chiefs to draft him. I was sold that the Chiefs were drafting this guy. <laughs> And they didn't. The Steelers nailed that. That was a great they always pick. get wide George Pickens can play football. He can. Okay. He's a bully. Chase Claypool. Bye bye. Did you see him fade? Kick, did you see him kick yeah, that? With you too. Physical fade talent. Great. Fade. I think Chase Claypool is a fucking cornball. He is a cornball too. Fade. He's having fun. Forget it. Nah, he's soft. He's like, a, he's like Robbie <laughs> Anderson soft, and that's fucking soft. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. Oh, Robbie, some dog shit. I'm not gonna say that either. Robbie, dog shit, Anderson, in all caps. I'm not saying that. That's why I know he went to Temple, but it's okay. He's dog shit. Don't agree. Dog shit. I love Pat Fryermuth, though. Bobby's my dude, man. I think Fryermuth is great value of of where he's being drafted. I actually think he's one of the sleeper tight ends in this year's fantasy uh, class. Totally agree. I think he's probably going to be in my top 10. I said I think because I'll confirm that later. He's great. He's going as a 10th tight end off the board. I mean, this guy was a stud last year. And he gets in the end zone. Yeah, and, and if Kenny Pickett does go, to, if he does start, young quarterbacks love their tight ends. Mitchell oh. Trubisky also threw to touchdowns to tight ends. Yes. Touchdowns right. to yeah. tight ends. Who was that tight okay. end for the Bears? What's up? What's happening here? Well, I, oh, I missed. Philly Phil was getting my attention. Hey, Philly Phil. Turn my mic up. It was his arch, obviously. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, fan. No. All right. Steelers, there you go. There you have it. Buy in fantasy, except at quarterback. Browns, Nick Chubb. I mean, I'm going to – let me just do the talking. Well, my boy over here drafted him in auction. I'm not even going to – I'm not going to talk about his trade. You you guys can do that if you want. But listen, it's, this it's guy up to him. It's, is it's, consistently it. I don't care. fucking slept on in fantasy, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Literally, listen, listen to me. There's this man named Jonathan Taylor. If he did not come along last year, I could have made an argument to you that Nick Chubb was the best running back in the NFL. I know we're talking fantasy here. I think he's going to be used more this year. And Jacoby Brissett loves dumping the football off. And Kareem Hunt could still be traded. There's a really good chance that Kareem Hunt gets traded. Just saying. Either way, Nick Chubb is going as the 15th running back off the board. That's malpractice. I had him. I got He's him a lock for top round. 10. I, I promise you. I cannot believe it. This guy, besides Jonathan Taylor, I think he's literally that good at running back. I will say he's the second best running back in the NFL right now. Fantasy-wise, I lock him in the top 10 every year. I cannot understand it. I can't understand it. Yeah, I do think he's heavily, heavily underrated. And he's going to be relied upon more this year. Don't understand. I'm laughing right now because Pals and I, we we work close together. We go to Pancharos often. And before the draft, I looked at him. I said, bro, what is up with Nick Chubb? Am I missing something? Why is he going like 16th overall running back? Like, what am I missing? The man had 1,200 yards last year. He's a fucking stud. What, what Gets is in going the end on? Zone. Where is the disconnect between people that love Chubb and people that 
aren't high on Chubb. Like, there is a big Kareem disconnect Hunt, there. Like, Hunt. Listen, like, I know like, he's good. Hold on, hold on. Like, the Mikey P's of the world loves Nick Chubb, thinks he's one of the best running NFL backs circle. in the game. Period. End of story. That's but then me. you got a lot of the people, especially ESPN rankings, ranking him 16th. There's a big <laughs> disconnect here, man. And I'm trying to figure out why, and I haven't been able to come to a conclusion. I think it's because their offense is going to be abysmal. So you're saying if, if, if Deshaun Watson was on the Browns, for the whole season, oh. you think Nick Chubb is going to be higher in that rankings? Absolutely. I I agree it, with you, but how high? perception? What yeah. is the ceiling there if if Deshaun Watson is there? I'm just saying because I felt like Nick Chubb was slept on all along, even 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 with the addition of Deshaun. The Watson. problem with Nick Chubb is I he, really believe that he averages under two targets per game. Okay. He had 18 targets. But there's some Fair. games where he'll pop off and have, like, five catches. Just saying. Well, that's a problem if he only has 18 targets for the year and if, and one of them he had five. Listen, they don't use him enough in, in like, listen. Because there's no need. 2019, 2019, he had 49 targets. They, they didn't get back to that rate. <coughs> Powell's is oh, right. Last three year. straight Pro Bowls, though. And last year, almost 1,300 yards in 14 games. The year before that, almost 1,100 yards with 12 TDs in 12 games. I love him. What else needs to be said about this guy? I don't understand it. Five and a half yards per carry. I don't understand it. And by the way, I know we were just talking about the offense as a whole. Nick Chubb put up these numbers last year with Baker Mayfield being a bottom five quarterback in the league last year. And I like Baker, and I think he's way better than Jacoby Brissett. But Baker Mayfield was a bottom five quarterback last year. And that did not stop Nick Chubb one bit. So I'm just saying, it, Jacoby Brissett can play like that, play at that level that Baker did last year. Bottom five. And <laughs> Nick Chubb's still going to put up these numbers. And I think he's going to play more games this year, too. He played how many last year? 14? 14. 14. I think Nick Chubb's an absolute steal this year. Unbelievable. I still can't get over it. Value-wise. That's my right? guy. Like, value-wise, especially, like, late. Like, if you can get Nick Chubb at third round, bro, like, I, to me, it's a slam dunk. It you got make any I would too. We can get 1,300 yards, eight touchdowns. Yeah, I get the targets. I Look, I, I get it. It depends on what format you're playing. If you're playing PPR and you want to fade Chubb, I'm not mad about it. I'm Nick, not mad about it. And go I'm ahead. not going to sit here and cry. But Nick Chubb produces. If you give me a guy that gets 1,300 rushing yards, that is so fucking rare in the league. It's insane, dude. Yeah, I mean, he for what it's second, worth. He was second last year in total rushing yards. That is, that is fucking slept on, man. Listen, I understand Derrick Henry got hurt, and he would have been the consensus probably second or possibly number. Yo, Derrick Henry was leading the league in fucking rushing at one point for weeks ahead. Thank you. This is where hurt. I'm going. Go ahead. So, Finish I mean, look, same. a top two guy that can produce like that, to me, he should be a top 10 slam dunk. The fact that he's going for 16th, I just can't buy yeah. that. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. So, with you. ready for this? Yeah, guys, the like same reason. Listen, you, PPR man. drafters. I am, bro. I had PPR drafters are taking Derrick Henry as a top 5-6 pick. How to do it. Derrick Henry's being taken as a top 5-6 pick. Yeah. And this guy... Caught 19 passes in his last full, fully healthy season. But last year, he was on pace to have his most targets, receptions, and, and sure. receiving yards. It might have wound up being 30-something, 30 36 catches. Point being, though, you're not drafting either of these guys because of their pass-catching ability. You're drafting them because of bankable volume as a rusher and bankable production. The rare work. And no one's, no one's not drafting Derrick Henry in the first round. 
if I'm in the late first round section of my draft, 10-team league, I'm even thinking about it there. But 12-team league, I'm absolutely considering Nick Chubb in the first round. Bro, I told you. I First got, round. I got Chubb at the in, end. in the, I think, in the second or the third. If Nick Chubb played more than 14 games last year, my prediction of him being a top five back last year would have came true. What do you mean second and the third? You were in a snake draft? Yeah. And also, he got vultured quite a bit at the at the at the goal line. There were some drives where literally he took him all the way down the field and got vultured. I got him in the third round. I think round. he'll have better touchdown I got him in the luck. Third round. And he still had That's he still had nine touchdowns Perfect. last year. How do you not take him in the third round? You have to. Give me that third all round, day long. I'm considering him at the end of the first. That, I'm not an idiot. You see what I mean? But you see what I mean? There's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. There's I'm not a an idiot. There's Trust a, me. There's a guy that's willing to take him at the bottom no end shot. of the first round, and you and we're getting him at third round. Where is the I disconnect? I called him after, and I'm like, bro, your boy, I just grabbed in the third is round. It Kareem Hunt, is, 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 is the presence of Kareem Hunt the reason why people are kind of, like, scared of him? Maybe. Or is it the Browns' overall situation? Everybody's I think it's the Browns' around. situation. Good. But you know what? I, I am with you. This is going to happen with, you, man. with him. This is going to happen with Javante Williams, and I'm going to be laughing to the bank. Thank you, guys. Uh, Appreciate it. far, Chubb or Kamara? I am going Kamara. And I'm not thinking about in, it. PPR in PPR, format. I'm going Camara, yes. but still, wouldn't be surprised. And again, for the value, I like Chubb there because I'm going to get him in the third round for the sure. value. No, no doubt. But Camara's going to finish higher. All right. Last but not least, Amari Cooper and David Njoku. Ah. I'm probably going to fade Cooper, but I wouldn't <laughs> mind him being a bench guy on my team. And Joku's going so late that I feel like, yeah, I, you know, he has value. When he was used, um, I think it was. 80% the preseason. This is my last routes year, run. This is my he last finished year as like a ninth tight end. This is my last In year talking about him. Though, unless he pops off. Because I feel like every year it's, oh my God, Najoku. Oh my God, Najoku. Oh my God, Najoku. And they paid him this year. It's time to put up or shut up, bro. I don't want to hear about yeah. it no more. You have to produce. At, at that level, I don't mind oh, throwing a dart. <laughs> He's going as yeah, almost the 20th tight the end up. off the board. I don't mind throwing a dart. I've been fucking um, up. Just because tight end's weak as shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. He, what? what Where's he placed at? 20th? He's like the 20th tight end. Yeah, I'm fading. Um, I'm a fader. 17th. There you go. 17th tight end off the board. Throw a dart, maybe. But he's not going to start. You know, throw a late round flyer. Maybe. It, I mean, I guess if you if you need it for the, you know. They'll uh, use him this year. A flyer spot if your tight end is out for a bye week or something. Maybe. Uh, I, I mean, it's look, it would be situational base if Deshaun Watson's back and Najoku's out there and um your tight end is on a bye like maybe I would consider it I, he, could, I just, he could be a uh you know a stud tight end when Deshaun Watson's back too and I mean who knows I mean Six games. maybe maybe Jacoby Brissett utilizes his tight ends more this year I mean who knows I mean look there's a lot to be discovered there in terms of the Browns overall offense and the production but I just don't love Najoku's ceiling yeah all right well I'm going to say this too David Bell the rookie He's going to play a lot, and he could be like a final pick of the draft kind of guy. They like him, apparently. Just saying. All right, everybody. That went way longer than we wanted it to. We fucking popped. But that's, I mean, look. Look at the coverage. We just gave you eight teams tonight. I don't give a fuck. Two divisions, eight teams worth okay. in one fucking night. That's like two, three podcasts right there. But that's what we do for you here at PI. We're giving you the entire football preview to get you prepared for the NFL regular season with betting and fantasy football. All right. So that was episode 102 of PI, powered by Playmaker. And it was brought to you by Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, we were live 
at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to go over there and subscribe to keep up with the rest of our football coverage the entire season. Um, next episode is tomorrow. Tomorrow we're doing AFC West and NFC West. Oh my God, it's going to be wild. I just know. Fireworks. Okay. Right after this, we're recording for you. Top 10 PPR running backs and tight ends. That'll be out there either tomorrow or Friday. And then we have merchandise available. Fantastic fabric. Courtesy of IPB Pressworks. Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Black and gray tanks. Short and long sleeve hoodies. Uh, sorry. Short and long sleeve tees, hoodies, mugs. And yes, we are working on hats. I already said that uh, earlier in the episode. Okay? I think that we're good. Otherwise... Take them away, Theories. Go ahead, Theories. Thank you, everybody, as usual. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We're also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, if you haven't done so already, please don't forget to follow us on all of our socials, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys tomorrow night at P&I, baby.